1: You can also email the show. The address is sporgi at christophermedia.net. If you would like to donate to Sporgi, you can click on the PayPal button at christophermedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at christophermedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Sporgi. If you are looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at christophermedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you're helping to support Sporgy. We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. TheBroBasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? Their favorite alcohol, that's what. It could be craft beer, wine, whiskey, scotch, or tequila. The BroBasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies. You can customize your own bro basket, or choose from a variety of different BroBaskets, like the Ultimate Import Sampler, the Jack and Coke Gift Set, or the Junior Executive Gift Basket. Boozeless, but still cool. Bro baskets are also available. The brobasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over, please. State and local laws apply. Beer, wine and liquor are not available for shipping in all states. You can help to support Christopher Media by clicking through the brobasket.com banner at christophermedia.net. Men used to be hard to shop for. The brobasket.com.
0: Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now,
1: here are your hosts. Show number seventy-seven. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Ice Man. Who is seventy-seven?
2: Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Paul Coffey, <Spread> out. <laughs> Take,
3: Take your pick, Paul.
0: man. Mario Lemieux, Paul Coffey, Chris Chelios. I mean, Phil come
3: Esposito. on. Uh, in, in the, I mean, in football, you got uh, Lyle Elizado, uh, my favorite of all time. If you're talking linemen, Willie Rofe.
0: Lyle Elizado, star of '80s HBO sitcom First and Ten.
1: You mean the villain <laughs> from
0: Ernest Ghost to Camp? Lyle <laughs> Elizado died of. I was going to say he died of AIDS at 80, and he was driving. But uh, that's another podcast. <laughs> No, uh, he died of cancer, supposed to be brought on from steroid use, or, yeah, or some sort of hormones that he wasn't supposed to be taking.
3: Yeah, my favorite actually is uh, Willie Rofe. Guy was fucking mountains, mountain of man. He really was. Uh, for for the homers that listen, you got Jake Long. Yeah. He was 77 in Michigan. He was uh, 77 when he went to the Rams.
0: Probably the only reason Chad Henney has every Michigan passing record. Obviously, his, his, his talent didn't transfer to the pros, so had to be uh, Ray, something around him.
1: I mean, we're, we're, we already brought up Michigan. Do we want to start with that, or do we want to?
3: Hey, Rich, did you say Ray Bork?
0: God damn it. No, I didn't. I knew I was forgetting one. Hockey's got a ton of 70, yeah. A ton of 77s.
1: Even I knew one. How so many there are? All right, so a lot of shit since last we met, and, you know, and no time limits this week. You know we had the I love how a short show for us is an hour and a half last week. but uh, <laughs> I, I, ton of, I mean, if you don't like football, this might not be the episode of year. It's going to be ton of football shit, uh, but
0: do we want to get the other sports just out of the way and it will just put all football together?: Yes. There you go. And if you okay. don't like
1: football, you can just after we get done with all this, you just shut it off. If you're not into it for the
0: football. Well, first, well, then I, I want to. The first thing I want to tackle is MLB and this pitch clock. Now, Chris, you said it was supposedly they they said they want 20 seconds between pitches. Yes. All right. And when we, when we looked it up and we were doing the research, it uh, turns out that my guess is this, this article, because we found an article from July 12th in USA Today talking about, like it or not, baseball is going to implement a pitch clock in 2018. They go on to talk to different people around the league and players who give their opinions on it. Um, I think what they must have done is they said, we're going to do it, and they came to the decision of how long it's going to be. Probably recently, twenty seconds seems awfully fucking quick.
1: Uh, I was reading an article while we were talking about before the show. Says the average time in between pitches is twenty three point four seconds. So that's average. So that
0: means half the time is longer. So they're going above average. They're going to make players. they're, They're forcing players to be uncomfortable by making them get a pitch off
3: faster than they're used to my question is what happens if they don't get it off in the 20 seconds is it a free base what i mean yeah is it like a balk i mean that's an automatic an automatic uh ball
0: i mean let me see here i'm just scanning this article real quick um there's, there's not there's not really anything uh, I'm seeing an article that says what would happen if uh, they didn't get the pitch off in 20 seconds. I mean, guys, first of all, 20 seconds. Okay, play clock in fucking college football is 25 seconds, isn't it? Unless they're moving the chains. Then the play clock stops until, they, they've, until they've established where the, you know, as soon as they set the chains, boom, the play clock starts again.
3: Well, the game and then, clock and the play clock are both stopped in college.
0: That's that's what I meant. That's what I meant. It, that they both. But but I mean, college is twenty five seconds. Pros is what forty or 45?
3: forty five. Forty. But the play clock doesn't start even in the pros until the ball's set by the ref. Yeah, that's
0: the other thing. Is it twenty seconds after the player gets the, the pitcher gets the ball back? I mean, because if there's if it if a you know if he throws a curve that hits the dirt and it's twenty seconds from when the ball leaves his hand to when the ball leaves his hand the next time, you're going to be watching baseball like you're watching it in fast forward.
3: Well, what happens when he gets a strikeout and they go around the horn?
0: Well, they're going to have to have they're going to have to have an exception for that because the reason whole reason they do that is to get the guy out of the batter's box, get him up there, and get him set in a it, you know, up at bat, so. I mean, now nah, the batters, it's but the on deck circle, and get them set in the batter's box. I, it, it, I, says,
1: it says pitchers must begin their motion within 20 seconds of the previous pitch. Uh, but also bear in mind that hitters also influence the time between pitches when they step out of the box to sign and adjust their equipment, etc. So, I mean, how do you adjust for that shit, too?
0: I, I, the only way you can is that you have to start to introduce the delay a game and a penalty for it. And if that's the case, you're not watching, you're not watching baseball anymore.
3: Um, yeah, you can't do that. I mean, what if you got like two, three, two or three seconds left on your pitch clock, you come set, you're about to ready to deliver, and then the batter steps out?
1: Yeah does does it, does does he stepping out of the box? Does that stop the pitch clock?
3: Does it reset it, does, it? Right, and when it, if it does, what you got three seconds when he gets back in to throw a
2: ball.
0: One of the things that made baseball one of the most the the, the unique sport it is, and I've said this for years is. It doesn't have a clock the games will take as long as the games take and to me to Try to artificially shorten the game whether it be with players on you know already on base the beginning of extra innings pitch clocks You're really starting to fuck with the core game
3: Let's not even think about the pitching okay? What if they go for that hidden ball trick? You can't do that anymore because the clock won't start. Obviously, the pitcher doesn't have the ball. Well,
0: that's that's right. I mean... So there if, goes that play. If you don't have the ball, you can't be on the pitcher's mouth. You can't be on the rubber. So the whole point of the hidden ball trick is the pitcher's, like, basically killing time to get the runner comfortable, take his lead. Boom, he gets tagged. I mean, it's... That's the whole point of the play. I mean so you you're taking I mean and it's not a play that happens every game. We're not talking about a, you know, a stolen base, so I, I just I don't like the idea I think that baseball is trying to they're getting greedy. I mean in this in this USA Today article, yeah, I know it's from the middle of the, you know last season. I mean, you know you you have a player who hold on, Daniel Murphy. Second baseman for the Nationals. He points out they're making nine billion dollars a year. Why are you fucking with the game at this point? And I mean the the, the players—they've been playing the game since they were kids. You, I mean, you're, I'm sure there's players who are like, I don't want to play three and a half hours per day. But when you've been doing it all your fucking adult life, seems to me you get used to it. I mean, you get used to it if you have to work twelve hours a day on an assembly line. You get used to that, so if you have to, you know, my God, how horrifying, play a, a, a child's sport for three and a half hours a day and get paid a fucking king's ransom to do it, uh, kind of seems to me that if you're bitching about that, that's the, the very definition of first world problems. I mean, if you want, if, they want, if they're if worth it, here's how you know they're full of shit. Baseball's full of shit about this. If they're so worried about time, stop having Games that start at eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. Stop with the fucking late starts in playoff baseball. Stop with the late starts on Sunday night baseball.
1: And quite honestly, stop with the one o'clock starts, not on a weekend. If that's your real concern,
0: I mean, guys, you got to think about it. Wrigley Field didn't even have lights until we until nineteen
1: eighty eight. Yeah, I remember. I'm, I remember. I remember the big deal about the first game ever played under the lights at Wrigley.
0: I remember the date, August 8th, 1988. At, I, so, I mean, they purposely picked that day, 8, 8, So, it's not like we're talking, it's a remote fucking experience for them to go, well, we're going to have to play some day games. And guess what? People will show up. People take sick days. It happens. Believe me. I, <laughs> Opening day here in Detroit, I don't know why they just don't declare it a local holiday. And there's so many people fucking going, <coughs> I can't make it to work on opening day. It's ridiculous. Oh, that's great. We, we know where the fuck you're at. You didn't get blue and orange flu. Yeah, you didn't get, you didn't get the, the 24-hour flu just every year on
3: opening day. It doesn't work that way. My grandmother just died. Your grandmother died the same day last year. How many grandmothers you got? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the grandmothers died
0: opening day for the last decade. How many hoe-ass grandmothers got divorced and remarried in your family? And your grandfather must have been fucking everybody and marrying every bitch he ever fucking looked at.
3: I know you're from the or, south, or,
1: but it got ridiculous about year seven. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or take stock in electricity because the defibrillator works like a motherfucker.
0: <laughs> I know, right? And who is your doctor? Jesus? He brazen raising this bitch from the dead? What the fuck? <laughs> But, but no, man, it just, I, it seems like it's a, it's a solution for a problem that really doesn't exist. I, I, I mean, okay, so in this article they say uh, the, the, the commissioner of baseball worries the fact that games are lasting a record three hours, five minutes this season. He's perturbed that there's more inactivity than ever before, with about 33% of all at-bats resulting in a strikeout, a home run, or a walk. Uh,
3: so well, aren't what
1: the- two of the three of those generally two of the th- outcomes that are always going to happen.
3: Can I ask you guys a question though? Are, are you surprised at this move by baseball? Oh, no, yeah. they already tried to make uh, you know, rule changes in the game that no intentional walk, right? Right. Yeah, just give him his base. Right now, the complete game is done and over because managers want to save their pitcher, quote unquote. Yeah, doesn't matter calls. if he's got a no hitter going or not, and and you can't charge the catcher. I mean, they they watched all of the other big big sports make their changes, and they're like, "Well, we're special too, and watch us make changes."
1: I mean, I don't think any. I don't. I don't even even think it's anything like that. I think. Is the commissioner board, Something broke? I, I mean, I think this is a clear case. If it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: Well, I mean, from the article, again, it says, I actually really like the game, but it's not what I th- think of. It's not what I think or what I like. The issue is what the fans want to see. I think our research suggests that the home run is actually a popular play in baseball.
2: Well, no strikeouts, shit.
0: Strikeouts, especially by a single pitcher fans like. I think where it gets troubling from a fan's perspective is when there are tons of strikeouts, no action, and a lot of pitching changes. That is troubling to me.
1: Don't be the commissioner of baseball. Maybe this isn't
3: the gig for you, Chief. I, I don't know, man. I, I seriously think it's just the changing of the times. Every sport I could think of has done it. All the major sports, even NASCAR did it. They went from restricted plate racing to everybody needs a halo in their car. A halo is the thing that straps you into the car more than the straps do. Keeps your head, you know, from being thrown around in case of wreck or when you wasn't wreck. That, in this
1: case, wasn't that halo the result of uh, uh, senior? Yeah, senior's yes. wreck.
3: Yes, it was. Even yeah, no. though that it, it wasn't even that Dale Earnhardt died because Dale Earnhardt had an open faced helmet. He was the only. Fucking driver in NASCAR that still did it. Yeah, it it was the equivalent of watching NFL right now, and then watching somebody with a leather helmet play. It was That's like what in the, the. It was, doing. It,
0: was like, it was like in the mid nineties when Craig McTavish was the only guy in hockey who still played without. Yep. Yeah, his yep. grandfather did. Which is quickly, there's only a few players who play without without visors, because the rule is you come into the league now, you have to wear a visor used to be once you reached a certain age, you could take the visor off if you wanted. Now, I think it's just a rule. You, once you come into the league, you have to, you have to use a visor. I mean, I, 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 we might actually see it in our lifetime where they have to wear full cage visors, like the ones that cover their entire face. Right. It all depends. And I, First time a slap shot gets
3: up under someone's visor
0: and takes someone's eye out, it's over with.
3: Well, that's what I was going to say. With the visor... I think it's actually worse because the stick has nowhere to go once it's up in your visor.
0: Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it doesn't – Ryan Miller, um, player for the Red Wings, you know, when he was on the team, he wore a visor, and he almost lost an eye because he had a skate that uh, he was on the ice during a a scrum, and someone stepped on his face, and it split his face open from, like, his hairline to – below his nose, in a diagonal right across his eye. If his eye wasn't recessed, he'd have lost that eye. And he had a visor on. I mean, shit happens. Your helmet gets pushed up. I mean, it's just, there's certain th- there's certain risks that you take no matter what. And I understand wanting to limit the chances of, of a catastrophe happening. But just like anything else, like we've talked about endlessly with CTE, with being at being you know up at bat and someone throwing a hundred mile per hour fucking fastball at you, there are risks that come with that playing that sport.
1: And no activity is risk free.
3: None. Right. None and every one of them has been agreed to by the person playing the sport. Exactly. No one is forced at
0: gunpoint, no one is forced to, by the crack of a whip to get out there and play. Everyone signs that contract of their own free will. Now there's once again refer back to the USA Today article. There's an interesting point that's brought up that um, by the author it says that uh, he seems to think that uh, the metrics bunch, the bunch that, that that put all their faith in metrics versus classic stats, is the reason for this because he goes on to say, he says, 10 years ago we thought a strikeout was a horrible thing. Now the players strike out a lot, but if your OPS is high enough, or your exit velocity and your launch angle is right, they don't care if you strike out at historically high levels. That's how come you can have uh, Minnesota Twins all-star outfielder Miguel Sano strike out 120 times, while Los Angeles Dodgers third baseman Justin Turner can hit three seventy-seven without any fanfare. I mean, it's a valid point, dude. I mean, he's less than 30 points away from hitting 400.
3: That hasn't happened since Ted Williams. Right. And, but this, I mean, it's again, it's the way the games are evolving. I don't like it. I don't like this play clock any more than I like, you know, all the other changes in all the other sports. But it's going to come w- with the evolution of sports. Back in Nolan Ryan's day, you, you didn't have change in ball weight. You didn't have no intention. Wa- you didn't have all this stupid shit. And that guy was just amazing. You know, I could do this all day. Randy Johnson, all, all of these people, way back, way back in Ty Cobb's era. You know, and I, I mean, it just, it's going to evolve. It's going to happen. And people like you and I, Rich, who are, as we've said numerous times, we're old school, you know, we're the old people. We're going to resist it because it sounds stupid.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, at and in, in here at the end of the article, uh, It says the players are listening but cautious, not wanting dramatic change to the game they grew up loving as kids. I don't want to play three-and-a-half-hour games every night, Kyle Rockies outfielder Charlie Blackman says. But at the same time, I don't want someone with a stopwatch telling me to get in and out of the box. I think players can get used to anything to a certain extent, but I just don't know if this makes sense. I guess we'll all find out real soon.
3: No, that doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. I mean, it's. It, I, it, 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 it did you do you guys remember uh, Max Scherzer last season? Um, one of the batters he faced, I don't remember the batter, but he took forever to get back into the box between pitches. So the next time he faced that batter, as soon as that batter stepped in, as soon as he got in the box, Max delivered a pitch. I, he didn't even have his bat up.
0: No, that's. I mean, it's. That's the gamesmanship. That's the mind games between pitchers and batters.
3: Right. but you, th- I mean, that's going to be taken out now. That's yeah. That's exactly what
0: I was going to say. I mean, you're taking an element out of the game that this is, this is how come during playoff baseball they have such tight camera angles on the pitcher's faces and the batter's faces while they're staring each other down between pitches. Because it's showing you the mind – I mean, obviously, you can't crawl inside someone's head, but it's showing you the mind games going on between those two people.
3: Right, and just like when they took the intentional walkout, that's four pitches that pitcher doesn't have to throw now.
0: I think what's going to end up happening is if it's 20 seconds, you're going to end up seeing a lot more walks. You're going to see pitchers who are going to get a bad call from the ump, and instead of getting pissed off for, you know, five, ten seconds – and then going, all right, well, fuck it, and 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 then calming down, getting to the rubber, collecting themselves, throwing a pitch, they know they're on the clock. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. They're not going to have time to to, to to think between pitches. And one thing we haven't even mentioned yet is, what are they going to do about people about players going to the mound? Are they just going to take that out of the game? I mean, okay, or you can only, you can you can. There's a limit to how how many times during an, an inning.
1: So you can't really. I
0: I mean that's when you see okay <clears throat> when you see every fucking infielder on the mound that they're talking strategy they're talking what they're going to do okay I'm gonna pitch it I'm gonna try to get them to hit a ground ball you know blah 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 blah, blah et cetera etc cetera. that's what they're doing they're not out there fucking going so hey did you catch Game of Thrones last night <laughs> Yeah, hey, man, uh, by the way, want to trade some Magic the Gathering cards when the game's hey, over? Yeah. yeah!
3: I got Pokemon cards, what do you got?
0: See that blonde three rows in? Now, don't get me wrong, I'm sure that happens. You know, during the regular season or, or during, you know, whatever. I, I'm sure a catcher's come out to a pitcher who's just lost his control and been like, Hey, so you see that blonde sitting behind me? Oh, boy. And he's like, what the fuck does that got to do with anything? I don't know. I'm just trying to get your mind off of throwing fucking balls <laughs>
1: yeah. you know, all
0: over the place.
3: Can you get it over the plate? Stop Thank
1: you. walking batters.
3: Yes, exactly. Yeah. What about this, though? Every time the uh, infielder or the catcher goes to the mound, it's timeout. I mean, right now, that's what it is. They call it timeout. So what if they come out with, you can only have so many t- timeouts in a game? That would suck. Because you, if there's a pitch hitter you know, that gets thrown in the mix, you want to go out there and talk to your pitcher for a second, you can't. You used all your timeouts.
0: I mean, I hate to say this because anyone who's listened to this show knows I'm no fan of the Yankees, but this is really the fallout of 20 years of, of copycatting Joe Torre in, in managerial style. It really is. Because Joe Torrey was infamous for sending his fucking pitching coach out. Okay, now they're now you know, for, well first here comes you know, here comes Posada, whoever he talks to the pitcher, then the pitching coach comes out, so there's another stop. And then Joe Torrey comes out, brings out a new pitcher, he faces one batter, then they, you know, to, to buy time for the bullpen for the net for the other pitcher to warm up, they send the, the, the catcher out and then the yeah Etc. Etc. He's even fucking made pitching changes in the middle of a pitch count, in the middle of an at bat. I mean, it, so it seems to me that they're trying. Well, really, they're trying to keep keep away from that type of managing. And if that's the case, then you got to put that on the managers. You got to give your players the still the best opportunity to present their best game. And twenty seconds between pitches, even a pitcher who works quick, like a Verlander. I guarantee you he takes more than 20 seconds between most of his average pitches. I guarantee you he takes longer than the 23 seconds they said is the average time between pitches. And Verlander's known for working quick on the mound.
3: Well, not just that. What I was going to say, Verlander, but for a different reason. Verlander's a bit older. So if he needs a little bit extra time to rest his shoulder between pitches, you know, he's going to take it. Whether he calls the catcher up or the first baseman or, you know, if he just stays off the mound for a second and stretches his arm. Especially getting into the seventh, eighth, you know, sixth, seventh, and eighth inning. You know, he's going to get a little sore and tired. A little fatigued. It's going to take more than 20 seconds to get back up there. But now he has to rock and fire every 20 seconds? No, that's not going to work. Not unless, you know, your pitching staff is under 28. I don't know, man.
0: To me, it seems like you're trying to force a square peg into a round hole when that peg doesn't need to go through that whole period. I, I don't see a problem with your average game taking three hours. If your average night game starts at 7.05 and it's over at 10.10, I don't see how that's a problem. I mean, I'll tell you what would, what would piss me off. Go to a fucking game and it's over in an hour. I spent all this money to sit here for an hour? It took me longer to park and get in here. That's what fuck the traffic jam and shit. Yeah. And it's going to take me longer to get in here, park, get back to my parking spot, and get the fuck out of here than the game. What the fuck is the point of that? I mean, that's what... It, didn't we go through this with the Mike Tyson era of fights? These microwave mini bullshit fights that last half a round? Yep. You're telling me I just spent $80, $100 on pay-per-view to watch fucking a minute and a half? Give me a fucking break. I mean, fuck that. And this is well before... For the kids out there, this is well before YouTube. It's not like a, you could watch a ten minute compilation of Tyson knocking people out that quick. When you see that, that's awesome. When you spend a hundred dollars to watch a fight, no, ain't this some shit? And you get a minute and a half of a motherfucker dancing around until Tyson finally connects with his ass, and then he's fucking diving for the mat. No, you're like, man, fuck that. I, it's just, it's, it. Stop trying to solve problems that aren't there. This is not an issue.
1: Let's learn something from the NHL, Major League Baseball.
0: I mean and and if baseball is trying to pattern itself after the NFL, as far as a business model as far as they want either the offense or the defense to have a clear-cut advantage over the other one, then they're going to get the same type of fucking product that's happened that they have in the NHL now which is a bunch of fucking teams clogged at the lower half of good and the upper half of mediocre. you got the very few elite, the very few that really suck, and a bunch of teams that are clogged up in the middle. And it's not... How many times when we do our picks do we go, oh, yeah, here's a good matchup, here's a good matchup? No one cares. Who the fuck cares about two, six, and three teams playing each other? Unless it's your team, you don't. I mean, you want to see the best teams in... The best spots, Monday night football, Thursday night football, Sunday night football. You want marquee, those are marquee times, you want marquee teams. Well, the problem is when you have so much quote-unquote parody in the league, where everybody's a 40-degree day, you don't get those matchups. You get, uh, unless you're a fan, you're not really watching. Unless you need, unless someone's on that team, is on your fantasy team, and you need them to fucking play out of their mind, you're not really watching them. I've heard a lot of people in the last couple seasons but a lot this year, especially, say college football has been more entertaining to me than fucking pro football this season.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get to it later, but yeah, yeah, it has. Well, I mean, especially <laughs> this week, yeah. But, yeah, I mean,
0: it's, is that what you really want with baseball? I mean, look, you're not if you if people hate baseball, they're not going to come around to liking it. Or the number or the percentage of people who are going to come around to liking it is tiny. And let me tell you something. as a fan of a team that did shit for almost 20 years and then got good, the, 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 the fans that came around to liking baseball once the Tigers started doing well are the type of fans that, yeah, they bought tickets, but they sat in the stands taking selfies all fucking game, doing their <laughs> hair and their makeup, you know, Getting on, sitting behind, spending all the money to sit behind the home plate, get on their phone, call their buddy and start waving at them. Can you see me? Can you see me? I mean, that's, that's the type of... So I understand the owners don't care what type of fans they have, but you're not building long-lasting, lifelong fans out of those people. The minute it's not the thing to do, they're not going to go to the games. Case in point, watch the Tigers' attendance next season.
2: Hey. Well,
3: not just that. If they're looking at the NFL, they need to realize even the NFL sees that they made a mistake. They They had the... Flag happy season where you couldn't touch anybody you even looked wrong. you flag Everybody's like oh hell no there was a big uproar against that so they stopped that now they you can at least put your hands on the Receiver as you're going down the field and then it was no end zone celebration We're flagging you for that. Everybody's like for what shut up. He just ran his ass 60 yards Let's have a celebration now. I admit that they went a little far this year with the celebration, but whatever. Nah, it's been great. Yeah, but it's, I mean, at the same time, what I'm saying is, is baseball needs. If they're going to try to model themselves after the NFL, they need to realize that NFL saw that they made a mistake.
0: It smacks of me of 1990s NHL, where they said, "We well, scoring's down. We want more scoring. We want wide open, high scoring games. That's what we want." But then every fucking rule they implemented was taking away the opportunity for someone to score. The foot in the crease rule. They're letting goalies have larger and larger equipment. Why, why are you doing that if you want, if you want higher scoring games? Restrict the, the size of the goalie equipment. as long The whole team can be in the fucking crease as long as no one interferes with the movement of the goalie and it's not goalie interference and it's a goal and it counts. Instead it was, oh the very tip of his fucking skate was in the crease, Disallow that goal. And on top of it, it fucked with the flow Bryce of the Paul. game.
3: Just saying. Let's throw that out
0: unless, there. Unless it fucked with the flow of the game. I mean, excuse me. And plus it fucked, fucked with the flow of the game. Because now you got to review all these goals. I mean, screening the goalie used to be an art. Guys made careers doing it. Dino Cicerelli made a career screening the fucking goalie.
3: Number 77, Paul Coffee made a career out of screening the goalie.
0: I mean it's it's a, it's a solution to a problem that doesn't exist in my opinion. And to me it's it's baseball, this is nitpicking. I mean what do you what does baseball want? Two hour games, That's then like. then start the games. Start if start the games the, the pregame bullshit earlier, all right. Get the national anthem and announce it to every player on the roster. Do that at six o'clock, all right? First pitch, boom. If it's at seven oh five, at seven oh seven, the first batter is already either on first or he's or he's sitting back in the dugout. I've been to games where first pitch was supposed to be seven oh five. I've been ten minutes late and I, I've been able to catch first pitch. What's going on there? Especially when you when you're dealing with television, because believe me, every second's accounted for. There's. <laughs> very rarely will you see dead air during a sports broadcast people pay good money for the advertisement there's there's downtime and they can shove an advertisement in there they're going to do it so i just don't uh, to me it seems like a, a solution for a problem that doesn't exist and also baseball's doing so well what's one of the measures of how they do well advertising if the games are shorter that's less advertising time to sell and isn't that the point of these i mean uh, are all are all these baseball teams are, are they anti-capitalism? I doubt it. Highly, they want to make money. Or else, they wouldn't do
3: it. I don't know. I just if they're going to go this route, guys, I think they should just take the pitchers out of the game, put a fucking machine in there, let the, the fucking coach go to the batting that, cage. Right, just seriously, let a coach select what pitch is supposed to be thrown and where. Oh, well, I mean. We're... If we're going to turn this into a video game, you know, like hockey's a video game with the fucking players, monikers, and all that shit, well, let's get serious about it.
1: Well, I guess we'll see you next season. Uh, so, from baseball to what next, guys?
2: Well,
0: <laughs> we have the, 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 the week in uh, the ball family. Oh. <laughs> and, 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 this, and and this one is kind of interesting because it wasn't anything any of the Ball family. It wasn't something the Ball family said that really made the news. It was Steph Curry. And it was Steph Curry commenting on, was it Lonzo? Yes. Uh, yeah, Lonzo Ball saying, well, I, I, I'm really glad no one judged my whole career on my first 20 games of play.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's under the microscope. They're, they're defi- people are definitely waiting for this guy to fail, and it's because of his dad. because his loud ass, yellow teeth having,
2: big
3: well, head. I, I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 60-40 here. I told you in the pre, pre-show, it Lonzo could have cut it out. He could have been like, you know, my dad's this, my dad's that uh you know i i'm not gonna be the greatest anything i'm just gonna come in and play and try to learn with my teammates and you know win as we can he could have said anything didn't he say he
1: wouldn't work out for anybody but the lakers i do remember us talking about that
3: yep i mean he he played right into his dad's cards and you know they were putting all their money on that he was supposed to be this next big thing and he's not even close you know, last week we talked about him being a bust, as close to a bust as possible. But uh,
1: he's been playing for a month.
3: <laughs> let's, let's let's calm down the <laughs> bust
1: talk. Hang on
3: a second, hang on a second. <laughs> from where he was projected, from himself and his father, to where he actually is, he's as close to a bust as could be. He's a month into
1: his professional okay. career.
3: That's- You're not listening to me. Is this just just haters can't wait to hate? No. If he would have stopped the talk of he's the next big thing and he's going to be better than Steph Curry, the guy who defended him just now. If he would have stopped all of that shit and been like, look, I'm just a guy. I'm here to play some ball and and see what happens. That would have been one thing. But he fed into it. What his dad was saying. Oh, I'm not playing for anybody but the Lakers. I'm not trying out for anybody but the Lakers. Well, he's going to be pleading with LeBron next year. So,
0: Well, the exact quote is: He'll deal. be able to. His exact quote, uh, Steph Curry and Lonzo Ball, was: He'll be able to fight through all that and have a great career. I hope you didn't judge me off the first 20 games in the league. Which sounds like he's saying. But, I mean, let's be honest: Steph Curry, maybe a little too nice of a guy for his own good. But it sounds like. He's saying, "Hey, look, man. There's an adjustment period for anybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, judge your it, first it, twenty days of your job. See how that goes.
0: I mean, look. I get where you're coming from, Earl. And if I was Lonzo Ball, I'd have told. I've been like, Dad, shut the fuck up. You're going to get me killed out here. Like one of my favorite highlights from uh, the America's game with the Tampa Bay Bucks from when they won the Super Bowl that year was Keyshawn Johnson." talking shit between plays to the defense, specifically the defensive line that they're playing against. And Brad Johnson goes, what the fuck, man? Are you trying to get me killed? And it's that's exactly what I think of when I see Daddy Ball out there flapping his gums. What are you doing, dude? It's not you who has to go out there and back this shit up. If you want to talk shit about how great you are, and then you go put your ass on the line, more power to you.
3: Right, but see, that's what I was thinking. If this was football, and Lonzo didn't step up and say, you know, he's going to say what he says, but here I am. I'm the one who's playing. I'm just going to go out there and see you know, see if we can win as a team. And if he didn't do that, if he was just like, yeah, Dad, and I ain't playing for anybody but the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to try for them, and that's it, man. Then whenever he did get into the league, he would have a target on his back. And every single time that ball was snapped and he was on the field, whether he was in the play or not, somebody was going to knock him out.
1: You think maybe there's a couple extra elbows going Lonzo's way? Every no, but I think,
3: I think there's a couple extra switch-offs where people are like, come here, you little bitch, I'm going to show you how to go to the hole. I definitely see that. People driving on him just so they can drive on him. Well, yeah, and that
1: called basketball.
3: I mean, yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> these are people that don't have to drive on Lonzo Ball. I, I don't know. You, I guess you'd have to watch it like I watch it.
1: What, well, with your, your 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 two black friends, your basketball
3: experts? My, my, my three black friends. Thank you very much. Yes, yes we sit around we, here every night and analyze to see if ball's going to bust or not.
0: See, that's, that's the thing. The minute I read this quote by Steph Curry, I was like, yeah, I used to talk to his three black friends. I talked to Steph Curry about it, and this is what Steph Curry had to say.
3: So... <laughs> 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 three random black dudes versus Steph Curry. I'm gonna take my three random black dudes over Steph Curry. Oh I'm yeah, Steph you Pitt. really,
0: you really want to play big bank take a little bank on that? All right,
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Ice Cube.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. No Vaseline right up in your ass. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> Come with that weak titty shit.
3: No, man. I I get it. But like I said, it it he put himself in the position he's in. For me, me included, everybody to dog on him the way we are because he was supposed to come out and just be—I mean, if nothing else, the, the the next LeBron James, just come out and just start whipping people's asses, taking them to the hole, making shot after shot, stopping everybody. Uh, he ain't done shit. So. I just think it's
0: interesting that a player of Steph Curry's caliber is coming out, and I mean, I don't know the context of the quote. I'm sure he was asked about it. You know, I'm pretty sure Steph Curry doesn't walk around giving interviews worrying about. What is going on with Lonzo Ball? You know, um, so I'm sure that, that he was prompted, and that was, <clears throat> and I mean, let's be—we've talked about it on the show before. Steph Curry seems like way too nice of a guy to even be an athlete. You know, he just he's he's not that assassin out there on the court, and he's not that he's not he's not Charles Barkley. Nobody on he is,
1: court. he's a silent assassin.
0: Well, you know what I mean, no? He's not fucking like even like Jordan. Jordan got a pass because he was Jordan, but Jordan was talking shit constantly on the court. From the from the shot and the, his shrug afterwards, with the with the goofy, just pumped the neighbor's cat look on his face, like I oh don't know, I'm just so great. That's just what I do, you know. If,
1: if I was Jordan, I'd have been
0: like, Hey, look down. Yeah, that's me on your shoes, bitch. Hey, he did that too. It it's slowly starting to come out because we're now getting. Farther and farther away from the last time Jordan played, and he was good because he continued to play after he wasn't. Uh, so the, the stories are starting to come out now. You know, the shit talking and, and this and that. Because we, we build him up so much during his career, it's kind of hard to keep, you know, building upon his legend. So now the, now the, the real story has to come out. And the real story was, I mean, he wasn't a Reggie Miller-level shit-talker. I've never heard a shit-talker probably on the basketball court better than Reggie Miller. That 30 for 30 showed just how good of a shit-talker Reggie Miller is. And here's, here's what's scary. His sister's even better.
1: So please tell me Rip Hamilton had some mad shit to talk when he took that ball away from Reggie Miller. Oh, Eastern you know Conference he did.
0: Finals. And even if he didn't, he was just like, hey, Reggie, look at the scoreboard.
1: Yeah, bitch. I'll be in the finals.
0: Peace, bitch. I ain't got to choke myself and, and look at, at Spike Lee because I'm going to win a championship. What did
3: you do? Well, what about when Tayshawn Prince stopped him on the backboard? Remember that shit? Yeah, when Tayshawn Prince turned into Stretch Armstrong. Oh, no, that's <laughs> what I was talking
1: about. I'm, not, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tayshaun Prince, when he took that ball away from him.
3: Yeah, right on the fucking back porch. I was like, oh! But yeah, I mean, it's...
0: Yeah, Steph Curry doesn't come off like a type of guy. It doesn't seem like, you know... That he seems like, I'm just going to let my playing do the talking. And hey, it, he's in, he's he's good enough, and he's in his prime. He can let his playing do the talking. But the problem is is that, and, and we've talked about this before, this isn't... Yeah, you, know, you can try to put it on 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 Lonzo all you want. That he didn't come out and talk shit against you know against his own father. But it wasn't Lonzo talking all this shit, man. He's just he's just the person who catches hell for it because he has to go out there and play the fucking game.
3: Now see, and I, I would go with you on that, Rich. I would if he didn't feed into it. He fed into it. It wasn't like he just sat there and said nothing. When he goes Oh, I ain't playing for anybody but the Lakers. I'm not trying out for anybody but the Lakers. If that, that was feeding into it. And, and they did this to get the big ball of brand started, to get a, a name for themselves, to try to make more money than they were go, going to in the NBA anyway. They, that's why they did all of this. But now it's showtime, quite literally, in L.A., and he's not producing. Did you see the commercials all weekend? Ball in the Family, Season 2?
0: Oh, well, I'll make sure to put that on my do not watch list.
1: It's a Facebook that, reality
0: show. <sighs> you know, what's funny is Facebook is social me- is it, it is, uh, you know, a social media platform, which. You know what? No, I take it back. I was going to say that it's ironic that that something that real people use has something as fake as a reality show. But most people are fake as fuck on Facebook, so it, it's fitting that Facebook has a reality show. So, yeah, okay. The more I think about it, the more that makes sense. But, hey, man, look, I, no matter what, he's in the NBA. He's making more money than we are. He talked himself right into the spot he wanted to be in. And, and and Daddy talked him and he talked him right into that spot. He didn't want to play for anybody but the Lakers. He got his wish. Now, Earl, I'll at the end of the season, if he's playing like he's been playing for the first twenty games, I'll be right there with you. Careful what you wish for, you just might get it. But I, I just I can't I can't co sign on this, you know, fuck him, he's a bust after twenty games.
3: I'm not saying he's a bust, I said he's about the closest thing to a bust without busting. But I mean, that is such a non-committal bullshit. No, I got (laughs) stats to back that up. He only got three points in his last game. Come on, now. He went one and seven, bro. Come on, man. Still, dude, he ain't Greg Oden. (laughs) Well, he's starting to look like Darko.
0: Darko had, believe it or not, as far as length of career and his mount he got paid a fairly good career if you're going to base it on those two things
3: especially for the talent he had a motherfucker's not exactly hurting for cash no i saw the the special they did out of my man's got some land just saying and he seems quite happy in retirement so extremely
0: <laughs> he's like eh, I'll, you can call me the human victory cigar I'm gonna smoke a victory cigar on my fucking 150 acres. That's what I'm gonna do. You know, whatever the fuck I want to do is whatever I do out here. So, I mean, here's here's really the thing, and and this is something that it. I don't know if anyone really in the national scene has really covered it. A guy like Lonzo Ball, do you think he even wants the success as much as he wants the money and the fame? No. I mean, because haven't we haven't we entered like? A stage in society where fame for fame's sake is
3: enough? You don't even need to have a, a resume to back it up? Yeah, I mean, Kim Kardashian, what has she done? Other than a sex she date. She fucked Ray right. J. Right. She has no success, but she's one of the biggest names out there. She Everybody made, says you're as big as a Kardashian, blah, 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 blah. She made Chris Humphreys famous for a year? I'm just saying. So She has no success.
1: Seems like the only person that seems about right when you said, "Hey, this person's marrying Kanye West." Yeah, that seems about right for Kanye West. See, and I
0: wouldn't say she has no success. I'd say she has no accomplishments.
3: Okay, I'll do you one better. Matthew Stafford, highest paid person in the NFL. How many playoff games has he won in his career? Big fat
1: fucking zero.
3: Okay, we'll get so to him. So success doesn't. So success doesn't mean shit. You don't have to be successful to make a lot of money. That's fucked up. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, it. yeah, it's kind of the antithesis of what capitalism is supposed to be.
1: Hey, man, my job the last five years has taught me you ain't got to be smart to have money.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Dumb people can inherit fucking wealth every day.
1: Dumb people can even be good at saving money. Doesn't mean they're going to be good with the money once they've saved it but no i i you'd be good at saving up money and then blow a hundred million dollars in the weekend you know it'd be an awesome weekend
0: and just just as because you said that i'm I'm just thinking so when johnny manziel's daddy dies and he inherits all that oil money is that going to be the most hellacious month of and and, of debauchery and partying (laughs) And then Johnny Man's. I'm gonna is go gonna
3: like, find him and be his friend, I swear to God I am. I <laughs> will No, no fucking... dude, at the
0: end of that month, we can call him up and he'll do the show for free because that's how <laughs> broke he's going to be.
1: Yeah, I know, right.
0: He'll be like, Can I be a co host?
1: Yeah. I will have an Instagram account just to see that month unfold.
0: I mean, there's very few people I think could piss through four, you know, Forbes richest five hundred people in the world wealth quickly. I I
1: but Johnny Johnny's Mandel's on the short list. Yeah, buddy, Krakowski,
0: him, M- <laughs> him, MC Hammer, Mike Tyson. Yeah, those guys. Bob I am he's never had it, so we don't know. But I mean, I don't know his financial situation. He's still getting paid, even though he's injured mo- more time than he plays anymore. But
3: who Gronk? Yeah, but I mean, how I the can't fuck see- is that my fucker injured? And then you see all the pictures of him with the shirt off and partying. Making special guest appearances on Raw and shit. Because
1: you, you ain't got to fucking be 100% healthy to be on Raw. You and know, you don't, Tom Brady's you, not trying to throw you a fucking you know, dart from 40 yards away on Raw.
0: And on top of that, you can, you can have a bum stem and fucking get a picture with your shirt off from the waist up at a club, no problem.
1: Patrick Peterson isn't trying to make your day a living hell on Raw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyways, uh, and to, to kind of cover the other subject that you brought up about the NBA. Shocking that the two people who don't watch the NBA or watch the NBA the least on this show brought NBA subjects to the table this week. Chris, you had, you, you had a subject about the Pistons.
1: Dude, they're, apparently, they're for real. I mean, what would we say? 20 games in, right? We're about 20 games in. Yep. They're still- Quarter of the season. They're thirteen and six. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Dude, this is like the Pistons of my youth. <laughs> Brings a tear to my eye. And the Cavs are fourteen and seven. Oh, I thought they were done, Iceman. Man. Oh,
3: yeah. Okay, ask LeBron where he was the rest of the game. So
1: we got kicked out of a game. Big fucking deal.
3: It's First like, time in fifteen in a, years. In a
1: decade and a half. Yes. It says you
3: have exemplary conduct. Good for you, yeah, LeBron. Yeah, but do you know how he, why he got kicked out? No, I'm sure you're going to tell us. Oh, I am. Oh, I am. Because he was bitching at the ref saying it that he didn't get the foul call that he wanted. Right. He got teed up and immediately rejected. So he's being a baby and he got kicked out. Bye, LeBron. Don't forget to write.
1: It'll be all right. Get a billion-dollar contract from Nike when he's 18.
0: This is how you know that Iceman is the consummate LeBron hater. So the Pistons. Yeah, fuck LeBron. <laughs> what?
3: That not even make sense. This kind of went down. No, 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 no. Chris brought up the Cleveland Cavaliers right after he brought up the Pistons. Don't put that shit on yeah.
0: me. Touche, salesman. <laughs> I know. You know, for someone who's never read 1984, he's really good at, 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 at doublespeak, at Orwellian, you know, speaking over here. He really is. Oh, Christ. But,
1: yeah, the Pistons are the fourth best team in the
3: NBA. What? We didn't add anybody. What's going on? I don't know, man. Drummond's playing outside of his mind, though. Seriously. Like,
1: all the moves that were made in the NBA offseason,
3: none of them
1: involved the Detroit Pistons. And they're they're the the second best team in the East. Uh, Cleveland's right behind them. Uh, I mean, they're both, well, they're both three and a half back of uh, uh, Boston, who finally lost a couple games. Uh, Yeah, West, you got the Rockets, the Warriors. Yeah. And apparently, wah, wah, I thought OKC was going to be a super team this year. Have they not gotten that memo?
3: You know, there's an adjustment period, and, you know, don't judge their career 20 games in. I'm just saying.
1: It's It's a... <laughs> as far as teams go, you're quarter way into the season. You know, you're you're starting to see who you're gonna be. Uh, just go, oh, OKC's okay, got some work to do. Um, but I mean, it's, you think the you guys? I mean, either you think the Pistons are gonna hold this, hold this up,
3: or no, I man, mean, they're, they're from Detroit. Come on, now.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, are we gonna be sitting here in the beginning of January with them still with the six eighty four winning percentage? And when they've played 20 more games, I mean, yeah, All-Star breaks pretty much going to be the next. Because, yeah, you'll be about 40 games in. I don't know. Are we buying them? I mean, I guess my question is, and it's kind of who I I default to it in uh, football all the time. Who have they beat?
3: Oh, dude, they beat uh, Boston.
1: Yeah, they beat. (laughs) Yeah, they're one of those L's for Boston. They beat. Golden State. Yeah, they beat the
3: Heat. Yep, they beat people that yeah. that matter. <laughs> Warriors,
1: yeah. I mean, look, the,
0: the, all I've heard—they're
1: averaging you know, 104.5 points a game,
0: which is which is points. way different than what we're used to here in Detroit. Because the going to work Pistons were always the, the one. The one thing the national media always had to say about them is. They're boring because they're a defensive team. They're not going to fucking score triple digits every night. You know, no one wants to watch watch defensive basketball. Defensive basketball can't win in today's NBA. And I'm sorry, they hoisted the trophy in 2004, proving everybody wrong. With you, and we have the benefit of hindsight. You got to remember, <clears throat> pre 2000, pre that, that that season, there was a whole lot of who the fuck are these guys in the national? Oh, they're so was. media. I mean, it was like who the fuck? They ain't got no stars. They got Big Ben. He's he's vis. He's not a star. He's just visible because of his image.
3: Right. They traded for Rip, and then they got Chauncey Billups. Who? I mean, nobody heard of Tayshaun Prince. But there wasn't a big star among them. And then they got Rashid, and they're like, "Oh, that's gonna make them worse." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They were like, "Okay, well now they have a
0: name, but too bad he sucks." That's that's exactly what was said yeah. constantly. Once they had sheet, once they I, traded for
1: Sheed. I remember that chatter that he was a troublemaker. Yep. All that shit.
0: But I mean, just I just So I mean, you know, what and I'm kind of arguing, sounds like I'm arguing against my point here. But you know, all I've heard from the national media this year so far when it comes to the, the Eastern Conference and the NBA is it's the Cavs and everybody else. It's, or excuse me, it's the Cavs, it's the, the, the Cavs, the Celtics, and everybody else. So they've been saying, oh, it's wide open. Now I don't remember anybody predicting the Pistons to be the, where they're at at no. this point of the season. They said they might be an eighth seed. First round fodder for somebody. I mean, my that words that
1: they were going to be a nice warm bowl and nothing. And here they are, they're sitting on top of the the central division, so the Cavs But still, I mean, t- the fact that they're even in the goddamn conversation is amazing.
3: Oh, I called it. I knew it the whole time. You know, Detroit Pistons, my boys. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's not gonna fly. I was I I can't prove that.
1: Fourteen and two.
3: Oh, don't even get me there. Don't uh-huh. even get me there. All
1: right. So I guess uh yeah, that's really all we got for basketball. Um, do we want any anything anything in hockey we want to hit up real quick?
0: I uh, the only thing in hockey that that uh. I, I think it's funny what's going on is that all the bitching and complaining about you know the, the the dirty play last season, especially in the playoffs, and all the liberties taken with star players, and it seems like seems like I mean it's it's nothing compared to like the 87-88 season, you know uh, of of <laughs> the Jesus Christ every team had a fucking heavyweight enforcer on it. But I mean, you, you got kind of like a mini Rise of the Enforcer going on. I mean, Jesus Christ! Even the Red Wings have an enforcer now. I mean, and it, it, they haven't had a legit enforcer for, since what? The the year started with a one. Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah, McCarty. So. I mean, and McCarty was a middleweight at best. I mean, the last time they had an actual heavyweight enforcer was Joey Koser. Oh, for sure you know...
3: Didn't they have Stu Grimson after him, though?
0: No. They had Stu Grimson before him. Oh, okay. Basically... Hockey nerd shit for a second here. Basically, when, when, when Probert finally got busted one too many times for the organization, he went to Chicago. Chicago released Grimson in favor of Probert, and Detroit signed Grimson. So they just... Basically, they traded players and to be honest with you, they never won with Grimson, and Grimson had a whole season go by where he had one point. Probert never, I mean, he, he never was his all-star season self again, but he was a solid player. He could play for an enforcer. So Grimson was just a pure enforcer. That's what he was there for. Go out and fight. That's all you're here for. We don't expect nothing else of you. So, yeah. I mean, that's, but the, yeah, they got rid of him. And then they got fucking handled by Colorado, and that's when they went and they pulled up Joey Kosher from a beer league he was playing on, and said, "Want to come play hockey for us for a season? Yeah, why not?" Andy, he, boom, he's the he's the curse breaker, man. When he went to when he went from the Red Wings to the Rangers that year, Rangers won the cup. When he came back to Detroit that year, Detroit won the cup. So
1: I remember going, "What? He's still
0: playing?" Yeah, the last time I'd seen him before the, the Wings called him up, or not called him up, but signed him off the beer league he was playing with, was he was playing with Vancouver. And he was a healthy scratch most nights. And, I mean, this is when Vancouver still had them horrendous black, yellow, and orange jerseys.
1: The shit jerseys? The with toilet, the V on them? The toilet jerseys? The color of everything in the
3: toilet? <laughs> hey, hey, Rich, I got something for you. I did a, a little bit of research Uh, throughout the week, actually, I was watching a uh, St. Louis game. I think they were uh, playing um, uh, Philadelphia, I believe, and the score was, like, ridiculous. And they switched goals, and it didn't get any better. My question to you, Rich, is I know that they want scoring in the NHL, but I think it came at the cost of of goalies. Because when I was doing the research, I haven't found a goalie that can hold a shutout. You know, we went. Uh, I think we did. We we talked about them before. You know, Belfour, Verdure, Felix Potvin, you know, Grant Fuhrer. I mean, the the goalies of old that that could stand there and be a wall for you. You know, Hashik, You know, all of them, Javi Boulin. You know, we, the, we, there's names that you just immediately can remember as being just steadfast goalies, and I I can't find one in today's NHL, that's a steadfast
0: goalie. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm with you, honestly. I I I think goalies have have they're not the rock star. They're definitely not the rock stars they were during the eighties and nineties. I mean, that's just all there is to that. Um, I mean, I this is this is what the NHL wanted. But once again, it's at the cost of something. It's not a balance. It's not because you have. It's not because you have Gretzky level talent out there beating some of the best goalies to ever fucking play the game, which is what Gretzky was doing.
3: Well, yeah, but even back then, I, I mean, I can go to different teams and name forwards and centers from many different teams that were great fucking players. You know what I mean? But right now, all I can do is sit here and go. Well, you got McDavid and Austin and your favorite Crosby, and well,
1: Ovechkin.
3: <laughs> yeah, Alexander Ovechkin. So what? I got four.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you're looking, if you're looking at like points leaders, you have a lot of you, you have a lot of the, the you know the usual suspects: Steven Stamkos, Phil Kessel, Connor McDavid, Tavares. I mean, Ovechkin. Ovechkin has 18 goals. Ovechkin just continues to do what Ovechkin does, which is put the fucking puck in the net. I mean, it's... It, it, the game is different, and that's the way they want it. I mean, right now, okay, best goals against average it's Columbus Blue Jackets goalie. Sergey Bobrovsky. Who? Like, seriously. And he also has the highest save percentage with a 9.35. His goals against average is 1.92. I mean, now you go down the list, you got Corey Crawford... Jonathan Quick, Pecorini, you know, save percentage, Malongo, Rennie again, Jonathan Quick again, Corey Crawford. I mean, but none of these goalies are, none of them are Patrick Watt. None of them are Brodeur. I mean, it, I, I, don't, I don't think this is going to be remembered as a time of great goaltending. This is the, they, they've tilted the ice towards the, the offensive players, and that's been on purpose.
3: No, I, I I totally respect that and understand that, but what I'm telling you is, even tilting it towards the you know the scores, you can't off the tip of your dome name of a, a, a forward or two forwards off many different teams like you used to be able to, and it's not because you're not a fan; you're the biggest fan I know. It's just they're not there.
0: Okay, well, case in point to back up your your point. All right, 20 years ago, the NHL season 20 years ago, here's your top scorers. Jager, Forsberg, Foresburg, Pavel Burry, Gretzky, LeClaire, Ziggy Palfi, Ron Francis, Timo Solani, Jason Allison, Joseph Stumpel. Those last two are about the only two that, to me, even a casual fan, only a casual fan should go. Who? You should know who every other player. Maybe Ziggy Palfy, not so much. Ron Francis, maybe not so much. Oh, you gotta you don't know, know
3: Ron Francis.
0: Well, I'm just saying, even a casual fan. You don't know who Jager, Forsberg, Forsberg Burry, or Burre, excuse me, Gretzky, LeClaire, Solani. T- you don't know who these players are? Yeah, you got an issue. Then you look at goaltending? You ready for this? Here's the leaders 20 years ago Brodeur. Belfour, Hasek, Barasso, Hextall, Kolzig, Osgood, McLennan, Hackett, Byron Defoe. I know under, every one of them. <laughs> under save percentage, Hasek, Barasso, Trevor Kidd. Maybe you get a, huh, from a casual fan, Kolzig, Brodeur, Hackett, Wah, Belfort, Byron Defoe, and Chris Osgood. I mean, dude, we're talking... Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Cole mm, Kid, no, Budweiser Hall of Famer. Why Hall of Famer? Belfour Hall of Famer, Osgood. You can make a very strong argument should be in the Hall of Fame, but he isn't.
3: Should be. Well, is
0: everybody's going to say part- it was his, his defense in front of the defense in front of him is what gave him the ability to to put up the numbers he put up. The problem is, is that that kind of falls apart when you look at the fact that he went to the fucking Islanders and took him to the playoffs.
3: Well, and not just that, Vernon had the same protection and everything in front of him.
0: Yeah, but Vernon won a cup with the with the Flames uh, in eighty nine ninety. That's true. I think, was, I think it was 89-90. ninety. Five over. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <clears throat> I just I I don't see this as a, as a great time for goalies. And I mean, you say forwards, I, it's the it's the NBA mentality, man. And you got an NBA man who's been running the league for 25 years. So, of course, it's a, it's an NBA mentality. They want every team to have a superstar.
3: Right, but that's what I'm telling you. When you said 20 years ago and you read all those names, most of the people were on different teams. And and you didn't even have to look at the list. You could have named them. And even with the list, I can name the people that played with them. That's the shit I'm talking about, Rich. You say Peter Forsberg. I say Joe Sakic. You say Taimus Lonnie, I say Paul Korea. I, it, 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 Do I mean, you it see goes what I'm to, saying? It, it goes
0: back to the same ar- or argument discussion we've had a million times, though. It's just poor marketing on the NHL's part, They they put all their eggs in the Sid the Kid basket, and it, can I blame them? No. And it got a lot of butts in the seats. It got a lot of people to watch hockey that weren't watching hockey. Meanwhile. Alex Ovechkin, who came into the league, what, one year before Sidney Crosby? I think. You're asking me to knock the dust off of some some shit I ain't used in a while. So I think he came in a year before Crosby. half
3: ass sports fan. It's okay.
0: Um, I mean, his career has been, for the most part, unless you're a diehard hockey fan, a hardcore hockey fan, you know, overlooked – the most casual of hockey fan knows who Sidney Crosby is. And I would like to think the most casual of hockey fans should know who Ovechkin is. I just don't think it's the, I just don't think it's the truth. And I mean, you gotta think about this. A team like Chicago, now granted, Chicago's run looks to be pretty much over. Their window for to be a legit Stanley Cup contender season in, season out, looks to be coming, you know, closing real fast. But I mean they had Kane. They had Taves. Yeah. I mean, Pat, they, they had. Patrick Kane, huh? I mean, it, 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 they had a good young core. The NHL's rules that they put in place after the 2004 2005 lockout is what makes it so teams can't hold on to their star players anymore. So they're forcing parity. Well, if there's anything we've learned, is that when you force parity to the point where everybody's a fucking 40 degree day, you get dips in your fucking viewership. NFL, I'm looking right at you for the last two seasons. I mean, it, all other bullshit aside, you're not putting that exciting of a product out there. You're just not. It's football, and we'll take it because it's football, but this, it, it's way too fucking watered down, way too watered down, and you go, well, that's what we want. But no one gives a shit if there's a fucking close game between the Bucks and the Dolphins, especially on Monday Night Football. And no one gives a shit if there's a fucking nationally televised NHL game anywhere. And that's a fucking problem. I, I, I don't know how to fix it. I, do, I, know, I know what will fix it. I know they won't do that. What will fix it is go back to that 1980s to the late 90s period and style
3: of hockey. I think... Even if you did that, dude, the only thing that's going to fix the NHL is a television contract. Because I swear to God, I was at the bar the other night, and then a hockey game, well, it was a hockey highlight, actually. And somebody said out loud, oh, shit, they still play that game? That's here in Kansas. I'm not kidding you. I believe it.
0: Dude, I lived in Florida the year that they, they drafted uh, Vincent LeCavier. They had just had Chris Grattan they lost him to free agency to to uh uh Philadelphia that year. They just had Chris Gradton. They had players. They had, you know, up and coming and name players on their fucking on their team. Tampa Bay did. And because it was five dollars extra and I thought it'd be something cool to carry around, I got a Tampa Bay Lightning license plate. Do you know how many people who would see me in my car and I'd get out and they go, Tampa Bay Lightning? What the fuck is the Tampa Bay Lightning?
1: Is that a soccer team?
2: <laughs>
0: Dude, I, I lived an hour and a half from Tampa Bay. I live so close to Tampa Bay. That's the fucking team that they showed every Sunday when we watch football. That's why I'm a Tampa Bay fan. That's simple. They weren't showing the Dolphins. I wasn't I wasn't that close to South Florida. They were showing. The, and this is when they were the creamsicle yucks. Tampa Bay yucks. All right? People don't even. And I'm like, they're one of two hockey teams. Two? Who's the fucking other team? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me, dude. Why are we wasting fucking players, careers, and franchises in areas that no one gives a shit
3: about? Right, but when they got Martin St. Louis... No one gave a shit! Dude, they, they, got, they did when he won the Cup. But what I'm saying is,
0: Tampa... It, it, the top two scorers in the league play for Tampa. Kucherov and Stamkos... Are, and Stamkos is one, Kucherov is two. Right, they have Steve Eiserman as their fucking general manager—a name that, if you know anything about hockey, you should know that name. I guarantee you go down to Tampa, and it's just a bunch of shoulder shrugs and eh, yeah, eh. I guarantee it, dude. I, I, I,
3: yeah, you say Stevie I, why, and they're like Stevie who, and why what? Steve Eiserman. Yeah, yeah. I was I
0: was just about to say I wore <laughs> I wore my Eiserman jersey the last time I went to Florida. I wore my Eiserman jersey one day, and I actually had a guy come up to me and go, "Who's?" I was like you mean Iserman how do you get Iserman out of that And I'm like oh god It hurts just walk away (laughs) Just walk away
1: Uh, Sidney Crosby Is only 30 years old
2: Yeah
3: He's
1: won like four Stanley Cups Or like
3: three right Yeah but against two That's what I'm talking But against two Uh, One was against the Detroit Red Wings If you recall it's not even the Detroit Red Wings anymore, man. <laughs> not even close. No, and, 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 and I'm going to fucking pull an Iceman
0: about the Red Wings and, the, and, and go all Homer for a second. I don't know what the fuck's going on in Detroit. They're calling for Jeff Blaschel's head. He's the head coach. Blaschel has had success at every level of hockey he's coached at. On top of that, he coached half these guys with the Grand Rapids Griffins which is the the minor league team it's, it's 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 like the minor league team for the tigers you know it's the next step after the griffins is the pros is the well you're a pro if you play for the griffins but is is the show is you don't go no higher than the nhl you can make a lateral move to the knhl that's about it and i mean 500 record with players that he's he's won championships with before you got you got players barking back at him he pulled Howard the other night after Howard let in four goals in two periods, and Howard's fucking chirping at him on the way into the locker room. And I'm just thinking, what the fuck is going on in Detroit? Like I've, Even the Dead Things era, it's a little foggy for me because I was a kid. But, I mean, I just, it's like all the planets aligned, and it's just like we all, all the planets got together and said, yeah, fuck the Red Wings. I mean, I understand they're handcuffed by a lot of the contracts they have. But, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, man. You got a coach that's proven he can win at any level. Used to coach at Western. Actually, made Western... Western Michigan, a legit college hockey team, for a minute—that's no bullshit. They've lost
1: their last five games.
0: I mean, you have you have Jimmy Howard, who's eh. Mrazek, who at one point one one game could look like a world beater. The next game looks like Swiss cheese out there trying to stop a puck. And who's your, who's your star player? I mean, what are you going to say, Zetterberg? It's only off a of name. It's only off of the strength of his name at this point. He's not a fucking top player. Supposed to be Dylan Larkin. Ain't him? I mean... (sighs) Hey,
1: who the fuck are the Vegas Knights?
0: Well, I will say... They're still in first. (laughs) I I was going to say, the Vegas Knights are a team that, if they're going to win, it better be right now. Because if not, they're fucking themselves down the road. Because they set themselves up with the picks they made in the expansion draft, the trades they made after the expansion draft for all those draft picks... To be a shitty team that drafts real high for two, three years. And then two, three years after that becomes a team to be reckoned with. If they're a team to be reckoned with right out of the gate, but they don't win, and then they're a fucking shitty team for the next couple years, you're looking at 10, probably ten years before they're a fucking... Where they wanted to be after five or six with the plan, the process. And yes, that is... Proper noun status, capital T, capital P, that they put in place. I was actually saving this subject for a slow week. This ain't a slow week, but since you brought it up, yeah, there's a whole article the Hockey News did on it that basically said their winning is nice, but it's shooting themselves in the foot.
3: Setting the bar too high too soon. Well, I mean, at the at the same time, they drafted everybody's good players that they couldn't protect.
1: Yeah, but well, they that's didn't how draft... expansion drafts go. Be, the Lightning did that twenty-five years ago. So the Panthers—they'd start winning right away.
0: No, this is a this is a this is a record-setting team as far as an expansion team. And I mean, even the hockey news—it's its an article from the twenty-fourth. This isn't the article that I was referencing. And I was saving for a for a slow uh, week, but you know, they have this big article by Jared Clinton talking about how recent history suggests record-tying Golden Knights are likely playoff-bound. And write in the article, fourth paragraph, Vegas' continued success is an absolute head-scratcher. They took a massive blow early in the campaign, losing Marc-Andre Fleury, Malcolm Subin, and Oscar Danzig, the organization's first, second, and third-string goaltenders. Think about that.
1: You could, there's a time you could have just walked in the arena Just played goalie. Hey, you ever played
3: goalie before?
1: A couple times. You're in.
3: (laughs) Can you fit in the pads? Yep. Okay. I mean, (laughs) their fourth string goalie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maxim Legacy.
1: (laughs) Some dude who was hanging out in his parents' basement.
0: The one guy who, when they went on the Vegas Strip, they just said, can anybody play goalie? And he yeah. was like, I, I play a lot of Xbox. Okay, you're in, stupid. Come yeah. on.
1: <laughs> this guy was getting more
3: ice time on his Xbox. I, I, I mean. <laughs> My character that I built really can play, I'm telling you. Let me tell you something. He's got a killer glove hand.
0: I mean, he's got a .918 save percentage on his first Four of five starts if you take away the one game that he got fucking lit up which was an 8-2 fucking loss to the Oilers who the Oilers are oh boy thanks for playing guys Nugent Hopkins all that yeah yeah, trade bait bait <laughs> that's all he is thanks for playing guys all that hype from last year ah, good times good times
1: they only three games worse than the Red Wings Red Wings are five hundred team at the moment.
0: Yeah, and they have Connor McDavid, the savior of the fucking franchise. Who the fuck does the Red Wings have? Once again, uh, I'll, I'll wait. Go ahead. <laughs> it's there's nothing there. Audio,
1: audio from audio. the Red Wings bench.
0: It's the audio from the fucking <laughs> the, opening,
3: the, opening the, puck oh. drop. Of last night's game is what that is. Rich, wasn't there a goalie named Legacy? Yeah, Manny Maybe. Legacy. Yeah. yeah,
0: but no, man. I mean, it's eh, Vegas is. Eh, I yeah, you better win now, and you better hope you become a destination fucking place for free agents because if because they were putting all their eggs in that we're going to build through the draft basket, and that's just unless they absolutely tank from here on out, which this team seems incapable of, they're not going to build through the draft next season. That, that, I mean, I know that they have some draft picks that are beyond next year's draft, but I mean, they were really counting on having just a your average expansion, even just an average expansion team season. You don't have to finish dead last, just within the, you know the bottom five. Even with the draft lottery, you know they were like, "Hey, man, we can do it. We can do it. Give us three, four years, and we can we can build a team of, of core guys to where we'll be a team to fuck with in like five, you know, six years after our first season." I mean, but it, it, dude, to go back to for a start in a team's first. 20 games as good as the fucking Knights. You gotta go back to 1917, 1918 Montreal Canadians. They won thirteen of their first twenty games. You gotta go back a hundred fucking years to find a team that their first season ever they started off this
3: well. I mean what's what the st- shame is is go back to what I stated earlier in this conversation. Ask, you know, what, seventeen out of twenty people who what team plays in Las Vegas for their hockey? They won't have a clue. Oh, I uh, guarantee. You. My probably sister,
1: get Las Vegas has a hockey team. It'd probably be your answer most of the time.
0: My so sister a play hockey. <laughs> My sister's a pure bandwagon sports fan, but she's a loyal bandwagon sports fan. Like she hops on the bandwagon of teams <clears throat> when they're at their best, but she sticks with them. So I don't know if it's really a band. She gets on the bandwagon and never gets off, I should say. Her, her hockey team is the Kings, L.A. Kings. To her credit, she is not talking any type of shit about being a Golden Knights fan whatsoever, not at all. At all. And not, I mean,
1: not yet, based on her history.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay, it goes. <clears throat> Cowboys, Yankees, Bulls. Wow. L.A. Kings. Wow, wow. Well, she's in what happened to the 49ers? <laughs> is she an
1: Alabama she's, fan too.
0: She's—I don't know if she follows college football. <laughs> she's one of the. She's in one of the few places where I guess that is understandable because she grew up in Vegas. So you have no, you have no home team. Ah, it's true.
1: Now you actually That's like I actually do. Here in Kansas, yeah, I
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, you got the, you got the UNV, you know, but the Running Rebels. But how long ago was that? I mean, that was like what? 25 years ago now? 20 years ago? Something like that?
1: 92. Yeah.
0: So, I I, I I guess, to her credit, she hasn't jumped on the bandwagon yet. I mean, she's she stuck with the bulls. I mean, she was like... Bulls. She was really about the them. Even every time Derrick Rose went down, she was still about them. And I was like, waiting for her to hop off that bandwagon and find another one, and she didn't. So more credit to her I mean sticking with the Cowboys to me is not it's eh. you don't get credit for that they call themselves America's team you don't get credit for sticking with America's team yeah. but yeah as far as, as far as uh, Vegas I it's gonna be real interesting to see how they they finish and I I if they finish strong do they start trading those fucking draft picks for other teams you know players? they they start trading those draft picks at the trade deadline for rental to players to make a push for you know it, it, to make a, a push for a deep run into the playoffs i mean it's going to be interesting because a gm who had a strategy laid out now has to midstream change his strategy and his career depends on if whether he chooses the right way because if he trades away those draft picks and they blew, they they just blow it in the first round and next year they they're shit. I don't think he's finishing his third year as GM of that fucking hockey team. Especially if they trade, like I said, trade away all their draft picks, trying to say, Well fuck it. If we're if we're if we're hearing the music, let's dance. Let's trade for the fucking teams, players who they're getting rid of. Let's tra- here, we'll throw Detroit two, three draft picks, give us Zetterberg. If they start doing shit like that, you know that they're all in. But once again, way early in the season for that to start happening. That's how come last season it was such a shakeup when there was the trade with Subin and uh, uh, Weber, it usually doesn't happen in the middle of a season like that. So, all right. So, should we get to the 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 <laughs> the, the the clusterfuck that is pro and college football?
1: Yeah. If you if you do not like football, this is it. We'll see you next week because it's going to be pretty football centric from here on out. So, so where the where do we start? Do we start locally? Where do, do we start? What do, well, do we want let's to Let's
0: start. Do? Let's start with college, and then we'll, we'll 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 go to the pros. All right. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. But do still do we start locally? Where do we start? Where do we start? Well, I mean, well, I
0: local's mean, local's pretty easy to talk about. Yeah. Pretty much. And, then it, and then we got to talk about the the playoff rankings.
3: Yeah, locally, it doesn't affect college sports at all. It Just affects you know Michigan fans.
1: Yeah, I mean, that went how we all thought it was going to go.
3: No, I actually picked Michigan. I was hopeful.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: Whoops. I'll say it was closer at the half than I expected it to be. But the final score is about what I expected it to be.
1: Let, Let me give you, let me tell you a story about this game on Saturday. I mean, it's, you know, unlike when State played, I didn't settle down. You know, to see this one, I've just kept up with the updates on my phone, and you know, I saw, oh hey, there's two and a half minutes left. It's twenty four twenty. Ohio State, Michigan has the ball. Let's turn this bitch on, and I turn it on just in time to see fucking O'Korn throw an interception right to nobody nothing but white jerseys <laughs> Who the fuck was that guy throwing to and then after that it was on and yeah serves me right for getting excited about a Michigan game But so
3: what Chris is trying to say is he's that guy he's the bad luck guy
2: yeah
1: I turned it on to my fault This after I see stories over the Thanksgiving holiday about Actual legitimate stories from the sporting news talking about there's rumors of a lifetime contract being negotiated in Ann Arbor yeah. for Jimmy Christ.
0: Really? That. Really? I, uh, I wish I could perform at my job and be as highly paid and regarded by everybody as as, as bad as he's performed. Let's put it that way.
3: <clears throat> well, yeah, be- but we already established on this podcast just now. You don't have to be successful. Remember?
0: No, you just, you just have to fucking sell it, I guess. One in five.
1: That's what the announcers kept talking about the last minute of that game. One, he is one in five. Versus Michigan State and Ohio State.
0: Dude, first yes. of all, Michigan only won during that one year when Ohio State didn't have sweater vest and Uncle Urban, when they had an intern head coach. Luke Fickle, whatever the fuck his name was. <clears throat> or whatever his name was, yeah. The dude who was like, don't get comfortable, don't change anything in the head coach office. You ain't going to be here very long, basically.
1: Yeah, you're the guy who's after the guy who's going to be before the guy. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I mean that's that's it it's all there is to it it's the only time they've beaten them in what 12 years 11 years i think i've stopped counting i just look at this is as a michigan fan this is what i do every season since 2007 so starting with the 2008 season i go state loss ohio state loss wisconsin i pencil in loss that could you know depends on wisconsin's team that year and based on who else they play outside of their conference,
2: <clears throat> is,
0: is, is I'll look at it and go, okay. Like this year I thought they were going to lose against Florida, but Florida just the, – the, the people singing Florida's, you know, lowering Florida, the body of Florida into the ground before the season started were right to do so. I just I, – I couldn't hop on that bandwagon. I know they lost a lot of people to suspensions, and the program's kind of in flux. I just didn't think they were going to be as bad as they fucking are. I thought they were still going to see a Florida team that had some fight in them. They didn't, and I mean, you can't even call that their signature win this season. What is their signature win this season? They don't have one.
1: This ain't even. This ain't Tim Tebow, Aaron Hernandez, Florida.
0: Their signature win is one win against Michigan State last year. That's their signature win under Harbaugh
1: against a three and nine. Michigan State team. A historically
3: hey. bad Michigan State team. Cam Newton was on that team, Chris. That too. But I, dude, I lifetime contract. I'm with you, Chris.
0: For what? Hey. For name recognition? I mean... What have you done? The stat sticks out in my mind, and I cannot understand the people that defend him. When I point this out to him, is outside of the Rich Rod era... This is the worst stretch in Michigan football history. Brady Hoke had a better fucking stretch in the same amount of time, in the same amount of years,
3: than Rich Rod did. Yeah, but, you know, Harbaugh went to the fucking Super Bowl, though. that matters. No. Yeah, and I can not throw football. that out there. I can't, I can't think of anything else he did.
0: <laughs> and when I roll over and look at my, my future... Three, maybe four of a wife, and tell her I fucked a dime piece one time. It's not going to change how she looks. What the fuck does that have to do with anything going on right now?
2: To quote Aaron Rockem,
3: "It ain't where you're from; it's where you're at, homeboy." Yeah, I just can't think of anything else he's done. <laughs> Meanwhile,
1: I mean, your your rival program across the state did a complete fucking turnaround
0: in one season. I'm telling you, I'm. He's one of the best two coaches in, in 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 college football at this moment. D'Antonio, hands down. Show me a coach who's done more with less. Show me a coach who goes and recruits a bunch of fucking three star recruits and coaches them up, and they play out of their fucking skulls. They play like five star recruits. Because that's that's the other thing we talked about this pre show. Is it the 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 Kool Aid drinking Homer, you know, bathing in the butter? Wolverine fans always in the offseason, point to recruiting. Oh look at look at all the look at all the recruits we got. It doesn't matter if you can't do anything with them. I can have a fucking twelve inch cock that's like a forty ounce around. If I can't get it hard, it ain't no good. What am I doing? Am I stuffing a wet noodle into a hole? Am I am I gonna? Am I going to put my balls in the bitch's fucking <laughs> dash and go, there, bi- there, bitch, you're feeling filled up? You're, f- you're satisfied? Take it all in the and f- balls. What the fuck can you do? You show up with a huge cock you can't get hard, you're useless. You it, it, Unless you got poor man's Viagra sitting around, two popsicle sticks and some duct tape, there ain't shit you can do with it. <laughs> so what the fuck do all these high recruits mean? Nothing. We've proven that. And obviously, state and Michigan, and most of the teams, most of the teams, I'm, I'm uh, not including that team in the, that fucking pimple on the asshole or the wrinkle of the world called Ohio State in the Big Ten, either are incapable or unwilling to buy players like they're in the SEC. Imagine if they did where D'Antonio would be. Imagine if they spent the SEC money to get players like the like We know the SEC is doing what would D'Antonio, how many national championships would D'Antonio have at this point? We'd be
1: kissing the rings in East Lansing.
0: Seriously. So I, I, it, it in the last 10 years, and I'd have never thought this one Lloyd Carr left. When they announced Rich Rod was his was, was his successor, I was like, oh shit. And I remember my former brother-in-law, I looked at, huge Spartan fan. I looked at him and said, you guys got three years, enjoy it. And he goes, what the fuck's that mean? Is it? Three years till Rich Rod gets good? I said, no, that's three years until they fire his ass.
1: Yeah, I just remember hearing that hearing that hiring and going, huh, University of Michigan?
0: That was the start of all this nonsense. He came in and tried to take a team that was built in the classic archetype of a Big Ten team and turn them into a, a, a read option Spread offense, whatever the fuck that was hot at the moment, and he completely had the players to not do that. Finally, Brady Hope comes in, tries to go back to a Lloyd Carr style offense, but he's got all of Rich Rod's players. So that that was—I mean—at that point, it was he was a clusterfuck. He was like, except for Rich Rod, the worst stretch in Michigan football history. So when we got Harbaugh, it was like, okay, now Harbaugh is going to go back to that fucking Bow style. Three yards in a cloud of dust, it out, and he's a quarterback whisperer. Look at what he's done with all the quarterbacks he's worked with. And he's, he's, he's not starting like Brady Hoke was, with players who are not built for the, his system. I mean, outside of just giving him players like an expansion draft, there's nothing more they could have done to give him a... a, a a better head start than he had, and what's he done? Nothing. And I mean, three and nine last year. And there's, and the, it, yeah, they're not going to be in the playoffs, all right. They're not, they're, they're not, they're not even sniffing the playoffs. They're not even sniffing the top ten. They're nineteenth in the in the rankings. They're barely hanging in in the top twenty five for for the playoff rankings. But no one expected them to do what they did this season, and that's just what D'Antonio does. I seriously, if if someone asked him during an interview. What are you doing this year? I'm just doing what I do. I win. I'm like King Midas. You give me garbage, I touch it, it turns to gold. Period. And <laughs> lifetime contract, why aren't they talking to D'Antonio about that? That's who you have that conversation with. Yeah. That's, that's who you go to. And say, any football team, any college football team in this state, that's the only football, college football team that should be talking to their coach about a lifetime contract. And I'll say this, this has nothing to do with him. This just has to do with my feelings and lifetime contracts. I'm not for them. Once you give someone that that carte blanche, slipping up becomes, well, eh, I got job security. That, oh shit, my seat's getting hot, is no longer there. And reality has, and, and, and facts have taught me in 40 years... Lots of people in sports need that seat to get hot because that's the motivation that keeps them going. How many teams are motivated by you guys suck, you can't do it? Oh, we can't? Let me show you what I can't do. I mean, I, I, so that's just my opinion on on lifetime contracts, period. But once again, anybody in this state talking about it, it shouldn't be U of M. Damn sure not with Harbaugh.
3: Well, I, I can't say he's a quarterback whisperer either. The only quarterback he went to the Super Bowl with currently can't get a job.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you got to look at what he's done in when he was at Stanford, etc., etc. That's what I'm not saying he's the quarterback whisperer. I'm saying that's the hype that he was delivered to. That's the hype that came with it. So I never really bought in all that hype. I was like, okay, they got their man. I would rather have had less Miles. That's just my opinion.
3: There is the, that is such a no brainer.
0: I mean, dude, one of the things I keep hearing from the fucking faithful is the fan base has divided itself in two here locally, which is people like me, who are very vocal, apparently minority, who are like, look, he's got to go. We were sold a bill of goods. Is this his worst
1: season as a Michigan coach?
0: And then you have... The people who go, pass me the fucking Kool Aid, give me the butter to lather up in. What can you? What can you do? You can't expect him to do anything in three seasons.
1: Hey, you've won nine and three, ten and two,
0: and eight and four. Okay, so let me break. And, and and I looked up a stat just to rebut these fucking idiots and show them what you can do in three seasons when you have an actual good coach who's motivated to to win. All right. And is not motivated to get his brand out there. Okay? So, let me run down the list. You got Bob Stoops in Oklahoma, second season, national championship. Larry Corker, Miami, first season. I will say that he was put in a position to win whatever. Trestle, Ohio State, second season. Pete Carroll, USC, third season. Urban Meyer, Florida, his second season. Les Miles, LSU, third season. Nick Saban, Alabama, his third season. Gene Chizik, Auburn, second season. And then once once again...
1: Hacks. Who are these guys?
0: And then once again, Uncle Urban, this time with Ohio State in his third season, national championship.
3: Bunch of losers on this list. Going back to the hockey talk, if you don't know these people, (laughs) you've never watched college football. So, I mean, show show me where you can't expect
0: a coach who comes with this much fucking... Uh, sound and Fury to win in their first three years.
1: Taking his shirt off, saving what? What, what, what happened his first season here? Didn't he save someone in a car accident or something?
0: I I can't. I, man, he 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 climbed up a tree into a fucking recruits second story window and spent the night in his in his house and and running around. Yeah, with his shirt off, having the satellite camps all over the country. And, uh, I mean, he. some of the shit I liked. I was like, you know what? Yeah, fuck that. Well, Go down to SEC territory, have a satellite camp, and show these, show these kids, hey, look, if the F- SEC passes you over, why don't you come up here to the Big Ten?
1: Why is his seat not hot?
0: That's the question. And I think it really comes down to, because U of M realizes, this was their guy. They have nothing else. They have no one else to go after. Who the fuck are they going to go after? Who are they realistically going to go after? Antonio. That's not happening. Biggest coup ever. That's not happening. I mean, it's just yeah. I, from the I'll leave it from the pros from other colleges. Who are they going to? Who 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 is on the radar? There's no one, dude. There's no one at this point. Michigan has ten years of. Meh, this is not a football factory anymore. So great. I mean, what was what was the big stat that everybody in the offseason was talking about? That they sent fourteen guys to the NFL last season. Okay. And big fucking deal. Yeah. Exactly. Alabama sent eleven. I mean, I, I I I forget the stat that the person rebutted against them with, but I was like Alabama sent eleven last week. That's what I'm saying. Like it was just like yeah, and teams that win national championships sent almost the same amount of players. So what's your excuse? You're arguing against your point here. If they have this great of players, what the fuck are they doing with the record they're with? Meanwhile, and I love pointing this out, this, this, it's funny, the state fans around me are kind of like, dude, you're kind of like a by-proxy state fan now. I'm like, fuck you, no I'm not. They're like, dude, seriously, you make, you make better arguments for state than we do, and we're fans. I just go... How many how many players in the in the NFL played at state and how many players played at Michigan that are currently in the NFL? Thank you. You may sit down. State's gonna beat by a fucking lot.
3: Oh yeah. You like that. Yeah, but, but the GOAT went to the U of M though.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't even the fucking starting quarterback in the national championship season.
3: All right. I mean, it's not and like he was 199th pick in the draft.
0: Exactly, that block M didn't get him a, a high draft pick. It was that's a mother. Remember, we were talking about Charmed Life with Derek Jeter last last week. Tom Brady coming in a a, 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 a hot second with a bullet for Charmed Life because I've seen his combine fucking workout and his video and when they got him standing there in shorts, that motherfucker doesn't look like a quarterback. And that's in the prime of his life as far as conditioning. That motherfucker looks like every other fucking drunk pasty white boy I see walking around at B-dubs on Saturday afternoon watching college football talking about when I was in high school I could throw it over to that mountain over there. That's who he looked like.
3: Looking like Johnny Manziel
0: and shit. (laughs) serious he had a dad bot at 22 all right I, come on man so i mean that don't any state fairness any michigan fan talking about tom Brady? shut the fuck up all right i was i was a michigan fan back then y'all weren't singing his praises then all right so don't try to ride his coattails because he went to a perfect situation for him with the perfect coach for him that has nothing to do with where he went to college stop it
1: oh but uh what are the memes that show up every year where they, where they tear the, the jersey away, the New England jersey, and it's got his Michigan jersey underneath?
0: Yeah, and he was drafted so low he couldn't even get his number that he played with under Michigan. He was 10 at Michigan. He's 12 on on the fucking Patriots. That's how that's how much of a pay-no-mind list they had him on when they drafted him. Can I have my college number? No, sh- shut down. Sit, sit down. Shut up. Be lucky you're here. 199 overall that's what that's all we got to say It's over there that's what, it, He. right he should be he should be on his knees with Giselle next to him on her knees actually he should be on his knees blowing Bledsoe while Giselle is behind Bledsoe spreading his ass cheeks with her tongue up his ass thanking him for getting hurt or else we would never know who the fuck Tom Brady was what? Bob
1: Kraft can't get a handy in all this I'm just,
0: I'm just saying, it's not like even Belichick was like, yeah, we're going to start Brady over fucking cell. It's
1: true. He it had no choice.
0: Yeah, he come out with that fucking, that same old dead Marine Corps silent drill team look on his face and said, we're going to start Tom Brady and we have all the confidence and, and just read the fucking standard shit you read when you're like, oh, fuck, they're winning our season. And we're going to stand. They did the same thing for Kurt Warner. Well, we've lost our starter, but we have all the confidence in the world and Kurt and blah, blah, blah. This guy was
1: bagging groceries six months ago. So, I
0: mean, it's, guys, bottom line, when it comes to state, when it comes to Michigan, okay, Michigan, enjoy your fucking uh, 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 bullshit bowl you go to. If I have the day off, I'll watch it. If not, I'll listen to it on the radio, but I don't expect you to win that game either. State, it sucks, but, you know, I mean, State should be 9-3 and they're ranked 19th overall. I can't really argue with that. But you absolutely fucking flipped your record from last year. That's something that's you got to hang your hat on. Yeah. I know there's no moral victories in sports, but God damn it, that's got to count for something. So, I mean, that's that's really all there is to say until we find out who they're playing in their bowl games. That's and a 12-game swing. I mean, now if we're going to talk about, oh, fuck, the playoff top 25.
1: Woo! Yeehaw! Uh, it's, it's a good weekend if you... Holy shit. Yeah, if you're a fan of... I, I mean, th- this is one of those weekends that everyone almost tells you, oh, anything can happen to college football. Yeah, That. yes, this is one of those weekends. Hey, thanks for
3: playing, the you. I mean, first we have to start with Alabama. <laughs> Seriously, they're not even in the playoff rankings? Seriously? It, exactly. You know
0: what that tells me? A lot of the voters were echoing we're not not echoing, but we're feeling the same thing that we were talking about the last couple weeks. Who the fuck have they played? Who? They were just waiting for them, Alabama. Who the fuck have they played?
1: Oh, I mean, they fell. They're still they're number five,
0: but that's out of the playoffs. Yeah, only four get in. Oh, they fell out of the playoffs with one loss to the one team that they played. that they had to beat. That tells me the the voters were going. Yeah, we got to put them number one because of their record, but they ain't really beat nobody. Well, let's see them beat Clemson, and then we'll fucking – then we'll talk. Then we'll talk. Yeah. And what they do – or excuse me, not Clemson, Auburn. Then we'll talk. And what they do? Well, they're lost by 12 to fucking Auburn. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's just, to me, that just tells me all you need to know.
1: But, I mean, does Wisconsin deserve to move up to number four for beating – Minnesota.
0: Wisconsin is the beneficiary of Alabama losing, Miami losing, and that's all there is to that. Seriously.
3: Right, but Miami's number seven, and they got to play Clemson this last week on Saturday. Yeah. And Clemson's ranked number one. Good luck.
0: I think, I think we've seen Miami exposed, to be honest with you. All right. I'm just saying, what if they beat Clemson? I mean, if they beat Clemson, then they're in the playoff picture. They have to be. They have to bump Wisconsin out. Wisconsin's season's done. Wisconsin has done everything they could, and they did exactly what they needed to do. They ran the fucking table. They went undefeated. There's no more games.
3: I don't think think that Wisconsin gets bumped. I think Clemson gets bumped.
0: Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm very wrong about that. Wisconsin still has to play Ohio State. My bad. What I meant... Even I get a little confused sometimes with all this bullshit <laughs> with the scheduling and this team's done, but this team's not. Wisconsin has done everything it needed to do up to this point. They've ran the table. Now, if they beat Ohio State and Miami beats Clemson, I, I mean, dude, you gotta you gotta bump Miami up, and you're gonna have to bump someone off of that top four. Miami beat the best team in the country, Wisconsin. If they beat Ohio State, Ohio State's ranked number eight. I mean, even if even if even if Miami loses, can you really make an argument for Wisconsin to move up? They should just stay static at three. Sure. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm reading right now. I'm being an no, awful I know.
0: co-host.
1: No,
3: I, almost, I almost got confused. It, it, if Wisconsin beats Ohio State, Wisconsin obviously stays in the top four. However, if Miami beats Clemson, Clemson's out and Miami's in. I don't know if Clemson's out. Depends on what Auburn does against Georgia. Well, Clemson already has one loss. If they lose to Miami, they're done, son. I
0: don't know, but so does Oklahoma. And Oklahoma's playing TCU. Oklahoma, if they beat TCU, they do. Uh, these are all games for, uh, just like I said about Alabama last, uh, last week, this is a game that Alabama can only hurt themselves with.
1: But you got Auburn top four in both rankings and for the playoffs and AP. They got two losses.
0: But once again, who they lost? Who they? Who did they beat? That's they lost to L- a ranked LSU team, and oh, shit. Who else did they lose to?
3: Clemson. Yeah. I mean, it's these are. Does anybody else get like the basketball feeling at this point? And if they yeah. win in the Southeastern West Division, <laughs> that's what the- basketball was basing that on. It was
0: NCAA football standings. (laughs) But, too, I mean,
1: Auburn's beaten the number one team twice this year. They beat Georgia. They beat Alabama.
0: Well, okay, how about this? All right, let's just play pretend for a minute here. Let's look at the top 25. If we're going strictly by record, strictly by record, you'd have Wisconsin at number one, UCF at number two, a log jam at number three, because Clemson, Oklahoma – Alabama, Georgia, uh, yeah, they all have; they're all eleven and a one. So, with those four teams tied for number three, number four doesn't even matter. Now, <laughs> University of Central Florida, yeah. are you kidding me? You gonna put them at number two?
1: The
2: answer I
0: mean, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: I had to I mean, look up what um, I was like UCF. Who the fuck is that? I, d- I had to actually look up who wh- what college I was.
0: I mean, the only reason I know who UCF is, because I lived in Central Florida. Yeah, because you fucking lived there. (laughs) That's it. I didn't know the name of their football team, but I knew who UCF was. It's like Florida International. The only reason I know who Florida International is, because they brawled with Miami one year. That's about it. (laughs) So, I mean, look at it. I mean, once again, Wisconsin, number one. UCF number two, Clemson, Oklahoma, Alabama, Georgia, all tied for three and four. Wisconsin still ain't beat nobody. That's what I'm saying. If, they, if Wisconsin loses against Ohio State, oh boy, it's going to be a clusterfuck. I mean, because Alabama is done. They can't do anything else. Their season's over with. They have no more games to play. Georgia beats Auburn. Ohio State beats Wisconsin. God forbid TCU beats Oklahoma. And Miami beats Clemson. We're Uh-oh. sitting
1: here going, <laughs>
0: "Yeah." At this point, just cut up the top fucking what six teams' names, throw them in the air.
1: Well, Auburn's playing Georgia. You got that going on. Yeah,
0: who's ranked number six?
1: Yeah, who was number one like most of the fucking season? Only recently, the last month, they've taken a tumble, really, off
0: a of one loss. Yeah, I mean, so and that was a road loss at that, which I know factors into the strength of schedule shit and all. And just oh god, Jesus, it is fucking so confusing. Uh just expand. Have all the conferences play a championship game. Have every winner from the conference be in the playoffs. Play that. It's the only way to do it. But it'll never happen. But it's the only way to do it. But anyways, yeah, it's oh, it's going to be an interesting. Week of college football, that's for goddamn sure. And I, we could be sitting here next week, just all scratching our heads, going, "We don't know what the
3: fuck." Dude, the committee for college football is sitting there with a the fifth, going, "Oh god, please, please don't, please don't." <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. If this shit wow. plays out the way we were talking about it, Rich, they're fucked. Wow. Their top four is all gone.
0: Well, think about it. If Clemson loses to Miami, Oklahoma loses to TCU, Wisconsin loses to Ohio State, and Auburn loses to Georgia, boom, Alabama's back in it. And they didn't do a goddamn
3: thing. They didn't even play that week. And in the Southwest East Division, <laughs> <laughs> the Denzel Cup could be coming home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm telling you man oh shit this is this is I think it, it, this is why there's no fantasy football for college football you don't need fantasy football to crunch numbers in college football you just need to watch the fucking rankings because this is, this is like if this happens then this happens and this happens and it's like playing chess
3: dude I it, so see the, the committee being like Robin Williams' stand up let's just spin the wheel and see what happens I'm telling you, literally, just cut the
0: top six teams at the end of next week, put their names in a sheet of paper, cut that sheet of paper up, put them in a bowl, and just pick out four of them. And go, there you go, Here's your top four. Fuck it, we don't know.
1: <laughs> it's really how they do it. They don't want you to know. It,
3: it's really it how might, it's
1: done every week.
3: It, it might be. Seriously, it might be at this point. Members of the top six teams go in and Rochambeau it. <laughs> but, I mean, I... I also, guys, I we, we, because of
0: all the craziness that happened last week, it's really gotten glossed over. But Alabama losing like they did, that wasn't a close game. That wasn't an instant NCAA classic. They lost by 12 points to a team
3: that, on paper, they should not have lost to. It's their hated rival, though. Literally, you could not go to Alabama and say War Eagle.
0: It's the Iron oh, Bowl, son. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Roll Tide versus the Iron. Yeah, oh, yeah, War Eagle. Yeah. Yeah,
3: you, know, you I mean, can't do that. You will literally get fucked up on site for mentioning. You'd be like, look at the bird of America. It's the eagle. It fights into the wars. Did you just say War Eagle, motherfucker? Did you use the word eagle and war in the same paragraph?
1: Yes. Now I have to fuck
0: you up.
3: <laughs> you are all
0: done, son. Yeah. It's
1: the state law down here in Alabama.
0: And since we're in Alabama, that means you sure do got a pretty mouth, boy.
1: Yeah. It means fuck is the
0: operative word here. Squeal. I mean, that. That I wasn't expecting that. I'm glad we don't pick college all of college football. I'm glad we don't even pick the top ten in college football because we all... Our winning percentage would be all fucked up after last
2: week. (laughs)
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. No, Uh, seriously, if we picked college, I would literally spin a wheel. Just spin it and see what happens.
0: Well, now, here's the interesting thing is that uh, you had Bartlett go down, right? The Ohio State-Michigan game? Oh, Barrett? Yeah. Barrett, excuse me, Barrett. Now, is he out for next week? (laughs) He got taken out by a camera guy. Oh, oh, I know, and Uncle Urban was like, on the warpath, like, we're going to investigate and find that camera guy. I'm like, w- and, and do what?
1: Hey, he's on camera. Be easy to find.
0: Right? What are you going to do, give him a stern talking to? Please, please, please let some misguided Ohio State fuck-eye fan decide he's going to beat up a cameraman because he was involved with their quarterback getting injured that's that's the end of that's the end of fucking Ohio State right there,
3: yeah I mean, urban Meyer said it was it was his fault because the, he had too many people on the sideline i'm thinking to myself, it's the camera guy dude had nothing to do with you
1: he is probable, according to uncle urban as of two o'clock uh Tuesday, which is uh when we record
0: this all right well
1: the storys just... from two o'clock Tuesday we record much later
0: i'm just saying i I think that uh... Probable. Hey, it's mm-hmm. better than
1: doubtful. It's better than I, questionable.
0: I, I know, but if, if I'm Wisconsin, I'm like, uh, can we pay someone to fall on his leg?
1: Hey, at this point, too, it could be all about mind games with Wisconsin. Is he going to play? Is he going to not play? I don't know. You'll know on Friday.
0: You know, there are coaches that love to play that that type of game. Scotty Bowman, for the, when he when he coached the Red Wings, he was infamous for that. Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone's so, questionable.
0: Everyone's special. Everybody has
3: an upper body injury. Everyone's D to D. I want a decision clock put on the coaches. They got one day. They got to make up their mind.
1: a twenty four hour timer. Yeah. Starting at the end of your last game.
0: Well, I mean, it truly really right. is. that truly is a strategy, though, because how can you? How can you game plan if you have? If you have a quarterback. Who you game plan for all season. We're well, not all season, but all week. And then at the last minute, <laughs> nope. Surprise. We're going to put in another quarterback. And his style is completely different. Well, have fun.
1: Surprise. We're saying Colin Kaepernick.
3: <laughs> and he starts this week. He's a 12-year He had eligibility senior. <laughs> left. He had eligibility left. It's okay. <laughs>
0: With all the safe spaces and shit on college, he'd fit right in. But, yeah, it's, it's it's ah, once again, college football, way more interesting these last couple of weeks than than NFL has been. I mean, I know it's not fair to compare the two. We're not on the home stretch with the NFL. But, I mean, this is, uh, this it's it's going to be a hell of a last week. That's all I got
3: to say. You're a fancy. I mean, per matter of perspective, because if you look at the, College top people, top uh, teams, and the NFL top teams—it's it's about the same thing. I mean, there's more college teams than there are NFL teams. That's the only thing. You know, we're sitting here talking about Oklahoma lost, fucking, you know, you know, Georgia loses, Alabama loses, but we were doing the same thing with NFL. Fucking Patriots lost. Where the hell did Kansas City go? Who the hell are the Eagles? <laughs> LA Rams? What? You know. I mean, we were doing the same thing. So, I mean, it's a matter of perspective how you find it interesting, I guess.
0: Well, I I, I just, this is why I love college football when it comes down to, to, to shit like this. Because no matter what, it gives you something to talk about. There's always the, the well, these two teams never played each other. What would have happened factor? And there's a type of fans that like to speculate and there's a type of fans that don't. I like playing the what-if game. What if this team would have played this team, you know? Gives you something to argue about. Sports is one of the few things I like arguing about. <laughs> like in day-to-day life, don't argue with me. Just just do what I tell you to do.
2: <laughs> Sports is a different story.
0: <laughs> what, what are you? Why are you arguing with me? The light is red. Come to a stop, all right? There, it's ah. that simple. That's uh, sorry, I flashed back to my married days for a second, <clears throat> but uh, uh, yeah, and easy, Johnny, I mean,
1: Depp. calm down.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Uh, kind of, you know, a little lateral movement here in college football is the whole Greg Schiano Tennessee clusterfuck. I don't think I've ever seen a, a a college football coach. They announce that they they're going to hire him, and before they can even hold a press con a conference, he's Fired.
1: See, <laughs> can't fuck the kids, man.
0: Can't, and see, can't even be around it. See, this is yeah. I mean, there's no way we can have this discussion without dipping our toe a little bit into what's going on in pop culture with the the accusations of uh, harassment and and, and sexual uh, misconduct, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because I feel like <clears throat> I feel like right or wrong. He's kind of catching the fallout of this shit because when he was at Penn State, what was he? He was a uh, he was in his early twenties, and I believe he was a student assistant. So he wasn't high up in the fucking inner workings of the football program.
1: Did he hear rhythmic slapping?
0: I yeah, that's there's something to have nightmares over. But no, and this is you know this is supposedly what got him. Hired and fired in the same day. Someone <clears throat> on the uh, campus of Tennessee went so far uh, to paint that he covered up child rape at Penn State on a campus landmark. Um, I don't know.
1: I'll take the rapists for five hundred.
0: I mean. <sighs> Okay, I'm just going to read from the article I have pulled up here. Shadow's hiring was leaked before it was announced, and the decision was swiftly, uh, I don't know this word, P-I-L-O-R-I-E-D, pillared? Sure, whatever. Yeah. Because Shannon had allegedly, and this is a whopper of an allegedly, failed to report sexual assault while an assistant coach at Penn State under Joe Paterno alongside the convicted child molester Jerry Sandusky. Now, in a 2015 deposition, former Penn State assistant coach Mike McQuerey testified that another Penn State coach, assistant coach Tom Bradley, had told him that Shiano had talked to him about seeing Sandusky abusing a boy sometime in the early 90s. Oceano and Bradley, who most rec- most recently an assistant at UCLA, have denied the allegations, said they have no knowledge of the abuse. Uh, Shiano released a statement through his Twitter saying in response to media reports from earlier today, I never saw any abuse nor had any reason to suspect any abuse during my time at Penn State. Uh, And other people have come out from Penn State saying that he had nothing to do with the Sandusky scandal. Any stories about his involvement are completely uncorroborated and without basis in fact. To impugn his character based on hearsay alone is responsible and unfair, which gets us to the crux of the issue. And this is why I said we're going to have to dip our toe into the pop culture zeitgeist of the moment. We're now at a point where accusations are as good as a conviction.
3: Yep. Well, we're still at the part of "you're guilty by the company you keep,"
0: you know. Well, I mean that. Okay, now that does play a point in it because Tennessee is a. Uh, uh, shit. A public university. So technically, the the head football coach at the University of Tennessee is a state employee. So, of course, elected officials jumped in. Uh, State Representative Jerry Faison said, the head football coach at the University of Tennessee is the highest paid state employee. They're the face of our state. We don't need the man who has that type of potential. Reproach in their life is the highest paid state employee. It's egregious to the people, and it's wrong to the taxpayers. Oh, shut up. Which... I mean, obviously, we know that... Okay, once again, you're an elected official. I'm against child-fucking. Way to take a stand, buddy.
1: Yeah, nice limb that you've yeah, gone on, you, on with, with everybody.
0: Yeah, and 999 to infinity, percent of the rest of the country are against child-fucking. Way to fucking take a stand.
1: Why don't you get together with all the people who are against white supremacy? You guys can... <laughs> all 300 million of you can be heroes yeah right. and you put yourself on
3: but also in uh social media i've been reading about how uh people with you know incest and pedophilia is like a big thing now they're coming out and admitting that it, it being incest should be promoted i was i was reading on facebook all of the shit of people saying that incest should be uh legalized
0: this Tennessee. Tennessee. Well, I mean, look, without getting too far down that rabbit hole, I'll say this. it's a weird hole. I, yeah, I know, but <laughs> I mean, this is, this is how I look at it. If you have two adults who are cousins and they fuck, what law are they breaking? Now, I'm talking strictly consenting adults. I'm not talking underage. I'm not talking stat rape. I'm not talking molestation. I'm talking two consenting adults. My opinion tends to run towards the, the very much the libertarian of if it ain't got nothing to do with me and you're not hurting anybody else, it's none of my business. So, Greg, do, I think, do I think it's fucking. Is this something I would strive for? No. So, that's all I'm going to say on that. The problem, though, is that's not a mainstream way of looking at things. I don't care what social media says. Social media is essentially 10 of 100 people yelling the loudest out of those 100.
1: With high-powered bullhorns. Exactly.
0: That is not the prevailing attitude. It's not even close to double-digit percentage attitude in this country.
1: Social media is like the assholes in Vegas on the street corners with bullhorns. They're really loud while you're near them, you know. If you just ignore them and walk away, voices voice is I mean, really quiet. But while you're right by them, you can't help but hear them because they're the loudest
0: idiot near you. Now, what, is, what, what gives me a little bit of insight into this story yeah. is that he was Tampa Bay's head coach for two seasons. And Tampa Bay's former GM came out and said he spent hours and hours interviewing and doing background checks on Oh, wait. And he said, yes, we didn't win but the fact is he's honest he's a good father husband he has an he's an excellent football coach and that and he the loved fact that, kids oh the fact that he didn't win should be whether you want him to coach your team or not not hearsay and then he goes on to say something i don't know how much weight this carries i guess it depends on how much you 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 think about these two people's opinions how much weight their opinion carries he says if you don't believe me Go ask I'm paraphrasing, go ask Urban Meyer and Bill Belichick. So I mean, there you go. I uh, I to me he I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Let's say the court of public opinion now matters more than the court of law. That's where we're at. Where we're at. I
0: and, and me being a type of person who believes very strongly and in innocent till proven guilty, I have a hard time with this because this is fallout. From something that came to a head five years ago now, and we're still feeling fallout from it. And it's people, aka students, who were running around saying, Oh, he's a child molester, he covers up or protects child molesters, etc. etc. The question has to be raised, at what point are you are are you actually covering up for a child molester? If I hear stories, but I have no I never have seen anything with my own eyes been told anything by any kid and i go running around talking out of school about stories i've heard that puts me in an actionable position where i can end up in court for slander and liable even if i go to the police more so if i go to the police because then it's then it's a matter of public record once the investigation and the case is closed one way or the other
1: and now thanks thanks to our new crazy climate so now, whenever I hear about anything like this in sports, I first my go-to thought now is how many of these "quote unquote" protesters are sports fans? How many of these upset people actually were fucking actually in the stands at a Volunteers football game? That you know what I'm saying. Are are these people who got word of it on campus that are that were starting all this you know to do about nothing? Were these outraged sports fans, or are these just you know
0: professional? These are professional people who, who take professional offense on the others on others on the, on the the behalf of the others of other people.
3: Well, the way I see it, this whole thing broke because somebody talked about Jerry Sandusky, right? Sando. Right. There was there was people that grew up and said, hey, when I was a kid, Jerry did this and other kids joined him and was like, yeah, Jerry Sandusky did this. No kid has come out and said this about this coach.
0: Nobody see, that's said, what I, hey,
3: I, I went and told him and he did nothing.
0: That's what that's what makes it hearsay, which is not allowable in a court of law. So it, we are now to the point where and see, this is it's treading into the unregimented territory. But it's also, it's what I was afraid would happen. And one of the co-hosts on Regiment had argued with me that you can't say that. Well, yes, I fucking can, because historically, this is how shit happens. It rolls downhill. It starts affecting everything. It's now gotten to the point that he set foot on their football, uh, on on, on Penn State's property while Sandusky was in their football program, so he's guilty by association.
1: Hey, man, look at the NFL. Look at Zeke. Zeke's currently serving a suspension because of the opinion of the commissioner. Court of law cleared Zeke. Commissioner said, eh, six games.
0: And once again, why? Because they, they are trying to attract more females to the NFL as fans, and they don't want to appear to be light on domestic violence accusations, especially after the Ray Rice bullshit. See, here's the thing. None of this is coming from the people at the top. No one has any strong feelings about this. This is all coming from people who... You're right, Chris. I guarantee you, for the most part, the people that were fucking protesting at University of Tennessee and the people who were spray painting shit on the,
3: on the campus probably aren't even sports fans. I, I have to fault Tennessee on this, though. Because what I was making with the point about these kids coming out about Jerry... If I was you know tennis if I was Tennessee's athletic director or you know somebody who hired this coach to coach this team and this shit broke out, I'd have went and tried to find one of the kids that you know ratted out some dusky or whatever the fuck and been like, hey, did you ever tell this coach did you ever tell this coach? What about you? How about I never you? Heard- So none of you told this coach well, he knew nothing about this right? Okay, thank you very much. Went back to Tennessee, told those protesters, go fuck themselves. This is our coach.
1: Oh, uh, you're nicer than me. I'd have just been shut up. Adults are talking. You're 19 well, see,
0: years old. Here's the problem. This story broke in 2012. In 2012, he was hired. He was working for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's right now, an assi- he's, an, he's an assistant coach at Ohio State University. They do vetting processes on who they hire. Believe me. In five years, nothing's come up. Now, all of, sudden, some, su- all of a sudden, something comes up through one source who says he heard that Shiano knew about it. Meanwhile, the NFL, the NCAA, Ohio State, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, all the dirt, the background digging they did, they didn't come up with any of this. One person comes out and says this in 2017. And that's good enough to fucking. Tank his career. This should scare the fucking shit out of everybody at this point. Because this is between... And and, and I'm just... I'm going to do my best to just keep it to sports. Between the shit with Zeke and this, an accusation against you is all you need. And nobody is safe. Mm-hmm. Nobody is safe. God forbid an accusation comes out against someone like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, J.J. Watt. You know, the clean-cut white boys in the NFL because all hell will break loose at that point. And it's going to be a fucking – it's going to be a feeding frenzy. It's going to be a shit storm. It's going to make kneeling during the national anthem look like nothing. Seriously.
3: It's going well, to look mean, like I mean, nothing. Well, like Tiger Woods, though. When all that no. shit broke about him, does anybody remember how many majors he won? Nope. Does anybody remember all all the long ass drives he hit? No, nope. like what his furthest drive was? No, now I but remember you can the re-
1: waffle waitresses. See, and the golf club to the face, and there the Indian,
0: and the text saying, "I want to fuck your ass like I own it and choke you like you like it." I can remember those texts that they fucking
3: released. Yeah, see, <laughs> but here is. But this, this man one, changed the sport of golf, and like, all we can remember is a sexual escapade. That was
1: like nine years ago, too, wasn't it? Like uh, wasn't it Thanksgiving weekend
0: like two thousand nine? It's yeah, it's eight years ago now, yeah. And he's still feeling the fallout from that. Oh yeah, that's never going away. He got to fuck Lindsey Vonn for a while. Man, I mean, here is the thing, guys. Yeah, he's a scumbag who cheated constantly obviously on his wife. But he he didn't he wasn't out there fucking breaking the law with his dick. He wasn't committing crimes. This is just he fucked around on his wife. And we extracted more than a pound of flesh from him
1: unless the law was the name of a waffle waitress. Exactly. This is breaking.
0: <laughs> but I mean, this is these are clearly cases of I mostly okay. First of all, I guarantee you this, and this is going to piss off a lot of people, but it's just a fact. Get pissed at the fact, not the person delivering it to you. The number I'm picking is out of my ass, but we all know that the number is going to be high. I'm going to say 80% of these people that have had accusations leveled at them will net none of those accusations. They'll never stand in front of a fucking judge because of those accusations. So people's careers are now being ruined strictly on, I said this happened. And we can't, we can as individuals, but we can't as a society go, what proof do you have?
3: No, as a society, we want to know that these big stars are worse than us. We want to see them torn out. They make way too much money, and some of them don't do the job they're getting paid to do. So at the first hint, the first smell, the first glimpse of that they're imperfect, oh, we're going to jump on that. Just waiting to hate. Well, see, they did. They even did it to Jordan with uh, all of his gambling and his dad and all this shit. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, nobody's safe. The moment that somebody can tear you down, oh, they're going to do it. The internet wasn't, uh, you know, as pro- well wasn't prominent at all during Jordan, so we couldn't blast him every second. Oh, man, on- online. I mean, yeah, but here's here's the bitch of that with
0: Jordan. There was a paper trail. He owed millions and millions of dollars to casinos from gambling. That was a fact. There was nothing to argue about. He is. He's a. He was. Yeah. I can't speak for now. He was a gambling addict.
3: Yeah, but my point stands firm. So what? He wasn't what breaking he does, any laws. Right, he wasn't breaking any laws, but everybody wanted to tear him down for being a gambling addict.
0: The problem is is that, now, he wasn't breaking any laws according to the to the government, the state, whatever, feds, but after the Pete Rose thing, gambling and sports, you want to try to keep those two things, especially an active player, coach, whatever, as far away from each other as possible. That's was that was that was his fuck up. He was gambling like that while he was a player. That's what that was. If he if he'd been retired, how much? How, how many times have you seen a Charles Barkley interview where he talks about how many millions he's lost gambling post his post career? No one blinks an eye. Now if he started talking, oh yeah, I lost all that, and he was in the prime of his career, there'd be a problem.
1: Uh Chuck, uh, there's some guys from
0: the FBI here exactly They won't talk to you because it's only i'm not saying it's right it's only natural that your mind goes from one to the other well if he's got this big of a problem gambling who does he owe money to has he ever bet on him his own team has he ever went out there and missed a couple shots to to, to have you know a couple million dollars worth of debt to the wrong people erased etc cetera, etc cetera? I mean, there's more of a fucking paper trail in those cases than there are in the cases that we're talking about right now. And this is ending careers. Where do you think Shiano's going to be next season? And I'm not defending him as a coach. He was one game above 500 at Rutgers. He was a horrible coach at Tampa Bay. He's with a college football program that's above his pay grade right now. If you're not going to hire the guy, that's why you don't hire him. Not on the hearsay of one person versus all the background checks, all the digging that that professional and college football teams have done on this guy since these accusations broke. And believe me, once they realized how, how deep that shit went with Penn, Penn State, anybody who was associated with Penn State, the minute they tried to get a job, they started digging hard on them
3: because they don't want none of that shit being slung in their direction. Yeah, but I, I you know what, dude? to quote al davis just win baby win because if you win i mean literally it doesn't matter what you do i think this is where you draw the line because i think what
0: you look at you look at joe you look at joe paterno and he proved that wrong Uh, they they they,
3: they erased that man's career over this i understand but you look at tom brady and he proves me right
0: what is Tom Brady? Tom Brady has
3: never been caught up in okay. the oh, Yeah, Tom Brady has never done any gangster shit. Deflate Gate. I mean, everybody wanted to tear on. Tom. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Everybody wanted to tear Tom Brady down and how terrible Tom Brady is. Oh my God, deflated the balls. Oh my God, was he's cheating. Jim Mercy
1: being a bitch?
3: Hang That's on a minute. Gate was, and so all this shit about how bad Tom Brady was for cheating. That season, the next season, he comes back, wins the championship. Nobody gives a fuck about the flaking.
0: Okay, but he we're talking about deflating footballs versus fucking children. Yeah, those they're not even in the same. They're not even, let alone the same sport. They're not even
3: on the same continent, dude.
2: If no, organizations- dude.
3: What I am saying is, is if people people want to tear you down until you show them that it doesn't bother you and you are going to win. If this coach would have won at his other jobs. They wouldn't even have mentioned the fact that he was on the team with Sandusky.
0: No, I don't. I don't. I don't buy that. I mean, I, really? We defi- because we defi- you just
3: pointed out Tampa Bay. Nobody mentioned it there. Ohio State. Nobody mentioned it there. Going to fucking Tennessee. All of a sudden, it's a big problem.
0: Yeah, because one person came out and said they heard that he knew about it. They heard they knew about it. In the climate we have right now, when it comes to. Everybody being hypersensitive to any type of sexual impropriety—that's what I'm getting at. If this was ten years ago, people would have been like, "You heard? Who'd you hear this from? What
3: proof do you have? You have video of it, audio, something?" Okay, but you- what I'm saying is this: like, if it was Urban Meyer, if it was Urban Meyer from Ohio State going to Tennessee, and somebody comes up and goes, "Well, you know, Urban Meyer heard about the abuse that Ezekiel, you know, Elliot put on his females." It'll have been like, shut up. Urban Meyer didn't do shit. He's our coach because he wins. Look, I got your point. I just think that right now
0: you are seriously underestimating the amount of blood that people want to see from people who have accusations like this leveled against them.
3: Oh, absolutely not, Rich. I fully, wholeheartedly, seriously, completely agree with you. When there's when there's a, a even a, a prick. In anything like that, and they smell the blood. They didn't have to see it; they just got to smell it. They, I mean, it's piranhas. Completely agree with you. But depending on where the blood's coming from, it depends. That will determine how quickly it's squashed. My my point reference with Tom Brady and the Patriots is it was Tom Brady and the fucking Patriots. If that had been you know Matt Stafford and the Lions. We would never hear the end of fucking deflate and Matt Stafford's a terrible quarterback. He would have never got the contract he got, but it was Tom Brady and the Patriots. Okay, if this was Urban Meyer going to Tennessee, somebody would have said some stupid shit, you know, well I heard Urban Meyer heard No you didn't. Shut up. You need a hearing aid to hear me now. I'll agree with you on this one. If I agree with you in this
0: aspect. If the shit five years ago had happened or that happened, happened. And we didn't have everybody and her mother coming out and pointing fingers at people in Hollywood and in government for sexual misconduct. I don't think this would have gotten past a blip on the national radar and maybe a juicy story for a couple days regionally in Tennessee. Okay. But, but it's just, said, dude, I, but dude no, no, there's no okay, but okay. I'm telling you, dude, I, I read these stories every fucking day. I see the accusations every day. I see people going, well, that's the end of so-and-so's career over hearsay. It, is, it, it, it the, the overcorrection is clearly in effect here. One accusation from one person who says they overheard somebody say something. Career over. Now, you can sit here and go, well, if he was a winning coach, we would." he ain't. Until it happens to a winning coach, we won't know. But let me tell you something. Who do you think carries more weight in this fucking world? People like Harvey Weinstein? People like fucking Kevin Spacey? Or some fucking jack-off coach who used to coach Tampa Bay and Rutgers? And they tore them guys down over accusations. That's what I'm getting at.
3: We will agree to disagree. I can hear the pounding
1: of your finger on the desk. It's quite forceful.
0: Well, the one other the one other. Story that, that is of any interest in college football, and this is just purely for my amusement because I want to see him coaching again so we can get more sound bites from him. Herm Edwards is being interviewed for the uh, Arizona State head coaching. Job. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is there an interview to be had with that? Seriously? It's Herm fucking Edwards. I. Okay.
0: I mean, they have a head coach right now. I I, I imagine it, 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 it. So I mean, you know, obviously they're looking to upgrade. But I don't give a shit. I just want to see Herm Edwards at the podium, you going to you fuck play. off. That's just all I want to see. I mean, seriously, I just want I just want another hello. Play to win the game. Exactly. That's you just what I want to see. <laughs> That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Because it matters. So alright. Yeah. That 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 <laughs> that 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 this whole conversation bothers me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the only <laughs> thing I'll say is that
0: he's he's sixty-three. So I gotta wonder if his blood pressure is like a little bit higher than it was back in the day, so he can't really get worked up as much. But you know he will, because he's that type of guy.
1: Is no blood pressure meds? melling them out.
0: Oh, dude, he's probably keeping Pfizer. If he goes back to head coach, and he'll keep Pfizer afloat just with how much he has to take every day. Seriously, I, dude, oh my god, that is one of the, he. He is one of the all-time entertaining coaches in a press conference. In an interview, like, and he has, he, he's, he did it no matter where he coached, whether it be the Jets, the chiefs, it didn't matter. Like Rex Ryan, it it seems like, it seems like when Rex dropped the weight, he dropped a lot of the attitude. I don't know why, but I mean, like Rex Ryan had that little window where he was with the Jets with the fuck it. Let's go get a snack, you know, shit and all the nonsense that he was great. But Herm has kept it up even in announcing. He's the one that gave us same old lions, wasn't he? Ah, uh, wasn't it him that said it's SOL? And his co-host got like that, kind of got like like, oh my, is he is he gonna say shit out of luck lions? <laughs> and he was like, it's SOL. That's just what it is. It's SOL. It's same old lions. And he was like, oh, whew. I thought you were gonna say shit out of luck lions. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, same old lions. <laughs> I mean, it, it was. I think it was him. I swear, I think it was him. I mean, it was just. And the top dude, he's dude. How many times have we, Chris? How many times have we played interviews? And he's not even a coach anymore, and he's just going off being Herm Edwards. Uh,
1: several. So I'm trying to see, trying to research if he actually
0: did do this same old lines. You know what? It, now that I think I. <coughs> I think it was Dungy. Dungy, come from he, he grew up a Lions fan, and I think he said it's the it's S O L, same old Lions. Oh, poor bastard. Which, it, I mean, it, really, do you expect Tony Dungy to drop a shit out of luck on on live TV? I don't. Herm Edwards, maybe. I'm I, Herm Edwards is kind of like I'm waiting for him to be like, yes, they deserve to die. I hope they burn in hell, like just to go to fuck off, like Samuel L. Jackson and shit. Like motherfucker, take a seat, you know. They're like
3: God damn, what, her, what you yelling for, man? Everybody, calm down. <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfucker players on this motherfucker field. Seriously,
0: I no bullshit. That's what he brings to the table. He just because sports is entertainment. Ultimately, all bullshit aside, we watch it to be entertained. And you want characters in sports? That's what makes it fun. Even even if even if you hate the person it makes it fun to hate the person. I mean, Iceman is no better than when he's bitching about LeBron. Seriously, but, you you can motherfucker, you you punch in, start bitching about LeBron, punch out for lunch, come back from lunch re, re, reinvigorated and go back to bitching about LeBron.
3: But it makes it so easy.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's the same with my hatred of Crosby and, and, and Bettman. I mean, it's it's no different and Chris is a little bit more fluid. Last year he hated the Jets. You know, this year um, I don't know if he, really hates he hates the of Well, the Lions. what really?
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're
1: to be hated.
0: <laughs> see. So let's just let's just get this over with and, and, and get into it. So let's let's move into that because that was just a side note. Herm Edwards, the
3: pros. It, Thanksgiving Day. I'm just waiting for Herm Edwards to be like playoffs. What are you talking playoffs? That's Jim Moore's game. Yeah.
1: Jim Moore's thing That's what he did Alright, so Thanksgiving Day Huh? Well that Play-ups. fucking went
2: how I, Exactly
1: how I thought it was gonna go They weren't even in that game At any point Yeah uh... Do you realize the Vikings have the same record as the Patriots?
2: <sighs>
1: Vikings are nine in If I'm saying Bradford I'm getting real fucking nervous Going, uh, <laughs> if he does come back, when he does come back, Minnesota might be like, hey, uh, thanks for
0: coming out. Here's my question. How many seasons with Stafford under center is the NFL going to hand the Lions an opportunity to really fucking to, to win their division, to have a home playoff game? And how many times are the Lions going to fucking piss it away?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, uh, they'll do it every time. I mean Look at last I mean, year. Look at last year. They had it locked up last year. And it's what sure as shit it came down to the last game of the year. Green Bay wins a division. Lions backed into the playoffs. Somehow. Blew it. I mean in this year, yeah, good fucking luck. You're six and five. You're over five hundred. Minnesota is nine and two. You're a good three games back. With Uh, four games left. You have to win out at this point. I mean, you... Not gonna happen. They don't exactly have the hardest schedule. I'm not saying it's off the table. They're gonna lose this
3: week. They gotta play the Ravens.
2: Hmm...
1: Maybe. I don't know. But we'll get to that. But I mean, who they have they got the Ravens, the Bucks, the Bears, the Bengals, and the Pack. I mean that's that's a favorable schedule.
2: Although we'll talk
1: about it. Although if going over uh of, uh uh you know my thing where uh they lose to over 500 teams yeah they're right they'll lose to the ravens this week but i mean they should win out (laughs) after that but i mean yeah it's is it no longer a bit free ice man you just you just sound defeated when we bring them up now
3: it was never a bit i was i'm trying to i don't know how else to explain this to you guys like somebody kicked your wiener dog no nobody kicked my wiener dog it it they my fourteen and two prediction was right on.
2: This whole
3: <laughs> this, this whole schedule was so easy for them, and being the fucking lions, they found a way to defeat themselves. You can look back at every game they played; they've gotten right to the fucking red zone and couldn't score. Yeah, and I said get, this: you
0: have, to, you have to give them, you have to give them an A when it comes to stick to itiveness. You really do. Oh, <laughs> for?
3: Dude, explain.
0: I can't. I can't.
3: <laughs> explain what? N-
0: nothing. Nothing. Just.
2: I'm, I, I'm look, pissed, look, dude. Look, flat
0: out. I'm pissed. This is. This is what every fucking Lions fan knows they're going to do every year. I don't care how much of a homer you are. I don't care how much blue and, Honolulu blue and silver Kool Aid you drank. I don't care how many times you get married wearing their jerseys. You know it's going to happen because it's all they've fucking done for over 50 years now. Period. Bottom line, end of discussion. And the bigger the stage, the harder they fall. Everybody in the football-loving world tuned into that game and went before kickoff. Well, we get to watch the Lions fuck themselves once more on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Everybody
1: I talked to, the fucking Lyft driver that drove me home Wednesday night, the day before Thanksgiving, everybody I've talked to about that game, was, this was a must-win game for the Lions. And, of course, classic Lions fashion. Thanks for coming out. See you at training camp. See you July 2018. Because it's pretty much what's, what's going to go on.
3: I, all right. I guess for me, to get you guys to understand it, for me, Seriously, my 14-2 prediction was exactly how I saw it. Because it, the schedule was right, their players were right, and then, oh my God, I was given the gift of Green Bay losing Aaron Rodgers. Oh, give me a break, come on. It couldn't have been handed more on a platter to them at any point in their existence. So I thought this season, more than any other They had just an immaculate shot, and they found a way to fuck it all up.
1: Technically, right now, they would make the playoffs. However, good luck, because here's who else would make the playoffs right now. (laughs) It's all but three teams. Seattle, Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, Los Angeles, Minnesota, and Philly.
0: No, I thought you were going to go for a different stat. All but three teams are mathematically still in the playoffs.
1: No, I was just going to say, all these teams in front of you will fuck you up. Some of them already have. Uh, let's, see, let's see, you've lost to four of these teams already this year, and one of them last year
3: in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's if- what,
3: to, to make sure you guys are feeling this, that's why I'm so pissed. Because this wasn't just a okay. I see where they're going to fall off this season. There was no way, no place they should have fallen off. But they found a way to fuck themselves. They can't finish in That's the fucking what they red do, zone, baby. That is right. what they do. I just, I, I didn't see it this season. And I mean, we started out right. It's
0: not. It's not that you picked them to go fourteen and two. It's not that you're capable of going, and they fucked themselves. They somehow found a way to take their dick, wrap it around their body, and still have more than enough to fuck themselves deeply and longly in their own ass. They went it's the- not that. It's the fact that you sit like a fucking three-year-old with your hand in the cookie jar every week and go, but I was right. No, you weren't. They are not a 14-2 team. They are proving it this season. (laughs) Stop with the bullshit. Jesus Christ. That's what we're trying to get across to you. Every week you say the same tired bullshit. They're not a 14-2 team. They have proven that. You were not right.
3: And they never will be, unfortunately.
0: God damn. The argument isn't that they fucked up. We know they were going to fuck up. That's what they do. That's like saying a fish has got to swim. That's nothing new.
1: A got a got to fuck fuck itself. But I, I, it it I,
0: can we stop being can can they win a Thanksgiving game seriously? Can they? That I mean that matters. That way we can stop being the butt of national jokes for three days until the, the Sunday following it because that's getting old. Like it's just it's just getting tiresome. It's like really here come here come. All the rest of Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, jokes about the Lions on Thanksgiving. And the inevitable talk of, boy, remember when you used to watch Barry Sanders on Thanksgiving? Like, what, is the shelf life on that one up yet? <laughs> I, seriously, I I understand they're, they're our home team because we're all from Detroit or the Detroit area if you want to get right down to it. But it's just like, man, goddamn, at what point can we just stop talking about them? Like, we should worry about them as much as we worry about the Dolphins. That's how much, that's how relevant they are <laughs> in the NFL. Damn. You guys talk about them more than I do. <laughs> Anyways, there were other games on on Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. I'm. Uh, what up, Dallas? Whoops. Looks, uh, looks like you... Looks like you need Zeke, huh? Dude, seriously? Maybe he should have taken those first six games. So now maybe you'd have a shot. Although if you're in a division with the
3: Eagles, I mean. Yeah. Whew. I I I, I don't even know. I can't. You, you can say what you want about the Lions, but I am not buying the Cowboys, man.
1: Yeah, they're 5-6. and I'm going no, 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 to buy no. at
3: this point. No, no. the way they're losing because they've lost their running back Zeke. All of a sudden, they can't win. They can't. They, it's not even they can't even win. They can't even score.
1: Seriously. Well, I mean, the Detroit Lions have shown you run games, a pretty important part of the offense. It's kind of a part you need. No, I
3: got a tinfoil hat on this one. I'm going to keep it. Nah. What's the tinfoil hat about? Jerry Jones battering fucking the commissioner about suspending his running back, loses the battle, and I think, you know, it just it doesn't add up that these guys can't fucking win a game now. You lose one player. One player doesn't make the fucking team. But moreover, not only are you losing the games, you can't even get above ten. Ten points. You can't score.
1: Well, I mean, are- decent NFL offenses have a two-pronged attack. You took one of them away on this team.
3: And that's why I keep my tinfoil hat to myself. You want to believe that? Have at it, killer.
1: He definitely is far more talent than the people behind him on the depth chart. Well, you think Darren McFadden is as good of a running back as Ezekiel Elliott? Get the fuck out of here.
3: All of us, I, But I'm asking you. All of a sudden, Dak, Dak Prescott can't throw the ball? This was the best thing that's happened to Dallas in for, for such a long time. He's a running, throwing quarterback that's actually accurate, who picks apart... De- defenses who who throws to different receivers. All of a sudden, Zeke disappears, and now he can't even throw the ball? Come on, man. You can't throw it every play? Alright, man. You stick right. to your guns, I stick to mine. <laughs> I- <laughs> okay.
0: okay. Anyways, obviously, there's got to be some sort of fucking mental block somewhere on that team. I- I- and I... Zeke's there, they can play at a higher level. And it has to be mental. Does he really bring all that much to the team? I understand a two headed attack, but I mean you can't complete a pass all of a sudden. He, I mean it's just
1: he I, fucked I, with their mojo.
0: I mean, if he if that team is simply he makes or breaks them that badly, that doesn't that doesn't say a whole lot for like, you know, the front office of that team and the coaching job being done. That's that's what I'm getting at.
3: Okay, let's say for for argument's sake, two prong assault. Okay, that's going to kill their offense. I'll, I'm going to shut up and give it to you. Fine, you can have it. How come the defense can't stop anybody? All of a sudden, the Chargers scored twenty eight points against Dallas's defense. Yeah, who when they had who when they had Zeke, you couldn't score on Dallas. So where's your excuse there? Z- Zeke never played defense, bro. It's not an excuse, it's
0: what the fuck is wrong with this team to where they need one player to come out there to decide
3: whether they win or not. I think this is acts of Jerry Jones, that's all I'm saying. Wait, what now? I think this is an act of Jerry Jones. I think he's making the team flop.
1: I take issue with you on the defense, Earl. They let by 3, 17, 17, 30, 31, 10, 19, 17 then the last 3 weeks 7 9 and 6 so they've had a good run for the last 3 weeks but they seem the the numbers they seem fairly pedestrian
2: what
0: i'm trying to understand is okay wait what do you how do you equate Jerry Jones to their losing Well, you think he there's a mandate from him that they have to lose games now that Zeke's not there yeah to
3: prove Jerry's point that they need Zeke.
1: Oh hey, Darren McFadden retired <laughs> on Sunday. He got w- the Cowboys waived him so he retired.
0: So he's tanking his team season to prove that
3: he needs Zeke. Is that yeah, what you're to saying? Put, to, to to stick it to Goodell. What's the upside? Yeah, what what good comes of that? The only good is he's sticking it to Goodell.
1: But what's the upside? What, what is, how does he benefit from that?
3: I guess draft picks.
1: Rich guys don't fucking do things they're not getting anything for. Them. Like, you didn't get to be a fucking billionaire by compromising draft picks. There's going to be plenty of teams in front of the Cowboys at this point. The, the Browns, the Colts, the Broncos. Good God, man. The Giants. The Bears, the Niners. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Yeah.
0: All right. We already
1: got three hours of show behind us to, to, to do an hour on this. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the other games in the league before we get into the picks. I mean, but here, I mean, here we are. We are on the precipice of December. I mean, uh, here, here's a shocker. The Pats are fine sitting at nine and two. Uh, re- remember our back in week one <coughs> when we were hitting the panic button in Boston and what happened to the GOAT? <laughs> What's going on in New England?
3: Well, before we get that far, shouldn't we talk about the final Thursday game? Oh, Which was? Redskins and the Giants.
0: The only thing to talk about the Giants is that <laughs> you... they did exactly what the fuck I said they were going to do weeks ago. Which was they're going to bench Eli at some point. hmm
1: And I was reading that uh uh the reason he's being benched is they want to give what's his name, Davis Webb. Because uh, I guess Geno Smith is the gap is, is is the bridge between Eli and Davis Webb. And the only reason Eli is sitting is because they wanted to, to have him start the first half of the remaining games and then put in Davis Webb. And then Eli's apparently ego kicked in and said, well, isn't our object to win games? What if we're doing good? You're just going to pull me and put in a new guy? So then they said, have a
0: seat. I, it, I see it as this. I understand them sitting him. But I also understand if he goes, oh, fuck you. That's the last time I play in a fucking Lions jersey or a Lions uh, Giants <laughs> <Lions> jersey. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I—that's—I couldn't blame him if he said that. Plenty I mean, places it, for him to go. This is this is not a quarterback who is often injured, et cetera, et cetera. This is the only quarterback who's ever beaten Belichick and Brady in the Super Bowl, not once, but twice. And you can talk all the shit about him you want. You can talk all the shit about how Peyton's a better quarterback and all this good shit. But, I mean, his numbers and the stats and his fucking championships stack right up with his brother.
1: I could see Denver going, hey, Manny Manning.
0: Yeah. Watch out. We still got a jersey. We just have to change the number.
1: Yeah, we still got a jersey with your name on it.
0: I mean, I get it, and I understand why a franchise does something like this. What I don't understand is why a franchise, look, look, the Giants knew what they were going to be for the trade deadline. Yeah,
1: I'm wondering why, to me, this is too late. Like, why didn't we do this a, a month ago?
0: And what was it? Six weeks ago, five weeks ago, me and Ice had this conversation, and he's like, "They're not going to bench him. They're not going to bench him. Why? What? 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 They're either going to bench him because there's no point in throwing him out there; he could get hurt, or they're going to bench him because they want to start fucking planning for the post Manning future. And it seems like <clears throat> if they're saying that Geno Smith and whatever is Davis, whatever his name is, if that's the direction they're going in, then they're definitely planning for a post-Manning future. Which means, why the fuck didn't you trade me before the trade deadline? Because uh, unless Eli Manning is stupid loyal, how's he going to come back and play for him next season? He's not. This is
1: probably it for him and the Giants. If I had to recklessly speculate, irresponsibly speculate even.
0: And if I'm not mistaken... When he was drafted in two thousand four, wasn't he originally?
1: He was the Charger,
0: drafted by the Chargers, yep. and he said, "No, nah. he just pulled gangster shit and was like, that ain't happening.'"
1: Yeah, Rivers was drafted to the Giants. They swapped.
0: Yeah, he so he's crazy. not above fucking throwing his weight around, and he's got two Super Bowl rings to throw around with his weight at this point. Hey, he was like, I don't want to
1: play for San Diego. Remember, I remember thinking that was a bitch move at the time. Like, bitch, who are you? you I still up. think
3: it's a bitch move.
0: <laughs> Be happy you're in the pros. Yeah, but Elway did the same thing, so what are you going to do? It's not like he set the precedent. He just did what... Same, Eric Lindros did the exact same thing when he was drafted by the uh, Quebec Nordiques. I ain't playing for him. So they traded him to Philly, and they got Peter Forsberg and Mike Ricci, or Mark Ricci and a bunch of other fucking players for him. A bunch of nobodies, yeah. Yeah, who just went on to win multiple cups. <laughs> by Lindros, just, Lindros just went on to be a cautionary tale. Yep. But yeah, I mean... it. it it happens in sports. I can't look. It's a business to these guys. And he knew that in New York it's high risk, high reward. And yeah, he basically forced two teams' hands and put himself in a position. And I remember his first game in 2004. It was against the Eagles and he got rocked. And people were fucking laughing their ass off about it. I mean, it was just like, yep, that's what you get. That's what you get. And four years later, those same Giants fans were like,
3: thank God for Eli.
0: And then four years after that, once again, thank God for Eli. So all I can say is, hey, guys, Giants fans, you talked a whole lot of shit, but you got two Super Bowls out of it. You know what I'm saying? It seems like he ain't got much room to bitch in the situation. And I understand that no team's going to be loyal to any player till you know, blindly loyal. But, I mean, come on, man. Give the guy his walking papers the right way. Mm-hmm. He wasn't injured like his brother. That's how Manning went out in, in Indianapolis. He was injured. They, fuck, there was talk that he might never play football again from that neck injury. I mean, this is not the situation with Eli Manning. So you're going to take a, a, a healthy Eli Manning, make him fucking warm the bench, and then what? How do you expect to come back from that? If Eli Manning's got an ounce of pride in himself, he's got to go, man, fuck you. That's like your bitch steps out on you and fucks somebody else but, but finds out that the dick ain't longer on the other side of the fence and comes back and try to fucking ride your dick. I don't think so, sweetheart. Just because you left Daddy Long Dick for some short-stroke motherfucker, don't think you're going to come back and ride my shit.
2: <laughs>
0: you take that fucking bottomless cavern of a cunt and fucking go find somebody else. I'm not playing that game with you. Because if, yeah, you, do the, did you, if you do take the bitch back, you're never going to be respected again.
3: <laughs> you done fucked up, A.A. A. Ron? <laughs> they did say, because of... Uh, Eli Manning's start streak, he could start the game if he wanted to.
0: Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. You know what's <laughs> ironic in a situation? The ironic part of the situation is, you know who takes over his starting streak? Phillip Rivers, the guy he was traded for.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. But, no, I, dude, I'm Eli Manning. I'm like, I want my release. I want my release. I, I mean, if they trade him. I don't know what his contract is. I can't imagine a guy who's won two Super Bowls is going to end up on the browns
1: he could go he could he could he could end up fucking on another team and not even have to move, but you the jets would take him in a
0: <laughs> pun intended in a new york minute yeah, but if he's gonna he's not he's not uh, he's not young enough to sit through a rebuilding and he needs to be on a team that's on the cusp right now unless he just wants to just keep playing if he's just one of those guys who i mean here's the thing i saw the interview with him and he was on the verge of tears and yeah. i was like holy shit that's more emotion i've ever seen out of eli manning
1: ever <laughs> i know right it's like, like he, belichick crying
0: what's going on is the world ending yeah exactly did someone kill belichick's entire family yeah Like, Braveheart style in front of him? I mean, like, why (laughs) is...
1: Well, yeah, because the thing about one of the things that you always hear about Eli is how he's got, uh, you know, ice water in his veins.
0: Michael Stradian was like, I can't... Eli, just like, you know, it's a preseason game. Eli's just sitting there with that look on his face. It's the Super Bowl, and I'm like, Eli, we in the Super Bowl, baby! And he's just sitting there with the same look on his face as he did during the preseason (laughs) game. Mm Mm-hmm. He's like I just don't okay. All right. Oh, does you he know. does he go to Jacksonville?
1: Does he replace Blake Bortles?
3: That'd be a good spot. Or like we already said, Denver is probably really a good spot for him too. <laughs> does he go replace Phillip Rivers? That'd be hilarious. No, because they don't
1: have a shot. Does he go to the Bears?
3: No, because they already got their uh, franchise quarterback.
0: quarterback. Yeah, quarterback Ooh. of the future.
3: Arizona. No, because they got a quarterback. They just lost their running back. What? Dude, Drew Stanton's
1: fucking starting for them. Yeah, but. Carson Palmer's my age when he's healthy. Right now, he's done for the season.
3: Yeah, but how old is Eli Manning?
1: He's like 34.
3: Okay, so, I mean, he's not that far back. (laughs) He's not 38. He's He's also not Tom Brady who can play into his 40s.
1: Hey, there's plenty of teams that'll snap him up. Guaranteed. Oh, I guarantee
3: you they would. Like we've said, though, it's going to be Jacksonville or uh, Denver. I ca- I can't think of any place else. Well, Houston. Well. Well, well, Watson. is actually probably the. Yeah, Deshaun Watson is definitely their starter. Does he go to the year. Dolphins? Does he go no. to the Bills? No. Bills. Bills is a good one. I like Buffalo for him. Mm-hmm. What about? Uh, I was thinking. If you say Cleveland, I'm hanging up on you. Yeah. Saying Cleveland. Uh
1: Minnesota. Eh? Uh they're nine and two with Case Keenum.
3: Uh, it ain't broke. Don't fix it in Minnesota. Well, well, that's the other thing I was thinking. You got Case Keenum, but you also got Teddy Bridgewater and then uh What's his nuts? Bradford.
1: Yeah, but if you're Minnesota, you're not, why are you not why are you starting anyone other than Case Keenum? He's got you to nine and two. Right.
3: So, no, he wouldn't go to Minnesota.
1: Until Case Keenum starts, until Case Keenum loses, why are you not, why does he get punished for having the, the second best record in the league from the same record as the Patriots, for being one win behind the best team in the league? Why do you punish Case Keenum for that? They've only won seven games in a row. Right. Huh?
3: No, I don't, I, I really don't see any place else other than Jacksonville, or the Bron- Broncos.
1: Maybe um, maybe San Francisco.
3: No, J- uh, Jimmy <laughs>
1: Garoppolo's there. And you point and laugh at Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh-huh. I thought, thought we are going
3: to start. Go back to the bench. <laughs> yeah, I, I, love Jimmy the, uh, <laughs> I love
0: the NBC Sports article on it. It's Jimmy Garoppolo's time. Is oh. it? Oh, really? Oh, okay. Look, I'm. He's probably pissed.
1: He's like, "God damn it! I was going to get another Super Bowl ring."
0: (laughs) Like, look, man, I have no rooting interest against him, but I mean, like, don't act like this is the savior ascending from heaven. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is it.
1: No, this is this is better than CJ Beathard. Exactly. This is this is better than. Who the fuck started the year? Oh, Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer, yeah. This is better than no. Blaine Gabbert isn't on there anymore, right? Now. No,
3: Blaine Gabbert's in uh, Jacksonville. Any? No, that's Blake Bortles. No, where's Blaine Gabbert? Oh shit!
1: He's backing up somebody somewhere. No,
3: he's playing. He's starting. Who f- cares? It's Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Cocaine Gabbert. We just gave him way more
1: airtime than he's had by anybody in the last six weeks. All right. is there any more anything else we want to hit on on the NFL from this week?
3: <laughs> the fucking Eagles killed the Bears. Killed them. Duh. I mean,
1: oh hey, remember, uh, Weren't we uh, weren't we talking shit about Pittsburgh maybe six weeks ago on this podcast? Everything's fine in Pittsburgh. They're no, nine,
0: no, it's not. They're nine and two. If we were gonna talk shit, if we talk shit about Pittsburgh, we quickly followed it up with. At least you did, Chris. Yeah, but <laughs> they're a second-half team.
1: They're nine and two. Everything's hunky-dory in Pittsburgh. Dude, they
3: barely beat Green Bay. They're nine and without two without Aaron Rodgers. They're nine and two. To-
1: they're nine and two. All right. right. They're is not
3: fine in Pittsburgh. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> they're nine and two. Okay. Uh. Oh, how about the NFC South? This is the best division in football. If you just straight up go by wins, you go by record, you got the Saints and the Panthers both at eight and three, the Falcons at seven and four. How about those Saints? whoops Even your Bucks aren't that out of it, Rich. They're four and seven. Yeah. Well,
0: I, yeah. Like I said, all but what is it Cleveland, uh, the Giants, and one other team are mathematically still in it. San Fran. San Fran, yeah. Those are the three teams that are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. in it, yeah, okay.
1: Looks like the Rams are for real.
3: Rams are something.
1: <laughs> They're eight and three with a month to go. But what's going what's going on in Kansas City? What is going on in Kansas City?
3: I don't know. Andy Reid was asked if he was going to. Uh Star Patrick Mahomes and he said no I got other things to worry about. Uh,
1: they're still in first. I kinda get what he's saying. Like hey, but I mean the, What are they on six game losing streak? They uh three game losing streak. But the Chargers all of a sudden might be might be able to save their season? Uh but I mean the the big story in that division though too is the, the Broncos are three and eight. Yikes. Whoops yikes you were on par with the colts here other teams that are 3 and 8 <laughs> the colts uh <laughs> the bears that's the kind of company you're in denver now if this is like the 80s fucking a It'd be sweet to have your name in a uh, sentence with those two teams but yeah i don't know i mean it it's you got some pretty clear front runners. I mean, it looks like it's a done deal for the playoffs for New England, the Steelers, the Eagles, the Vikings. Yeah, but I guess we will see. December football. It's nice. Don't we start getting Saturday games, too? Yeah.
0: Yeah, after, I think uh, next weekend. Or not the weekend after next, is what I meant to so. say.
1: Iceman and I got a big week coming up. We could both make the playoffs. Ice, um, odds are more on Man because he scored more points than me. But if the right things happen, one of us could end up in the fantasy football playoffs.
3: Dude, that pl- this year has been so riddled by fucking injury. I'm surprised uh, I'm even
1: close. Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> my, my season was fucked by the third quarter of the first game. When David Johnson's wrist snapped. But anyway... Shall we do some picks? Have we hit everything we've wanted to hit with the pros? Yeah, let's
0: do the picks. Yeah,
1: we're, we're knocking on the door of another four-hour podcast. Sweet. So, with the picks, oh, big week. We we all had an exceptional, exceptional, an exceptional week. Rich though had a game, one more game, exceptional than me and the Iceman. So. Uh, Rich and I are tied in second. There you go, Rich. You made that game up. Uh, we're <laughs> both, we are both in second with a 592 winning percentage. Iceman staying in first with a 632. I mean, again, people, we're just saying, I mean, these odds, I mean, you could take all three of our, you know, picks to Vegas. Just saying, these are good odds
3: on the casinos yeah but i'm just saying two seasons running i got some hell ice picking <sighs> one, one and a half seasons you came in and late. Hey, you guys you guys dog me for fourteen and two this whole whole season i'm gonna dog you guys for wait till next season the first four games count and i'm still at number one season,
1: season ain't over yet motherfucker <laughs> all right all right we, we got like a we got like a in, in uh we got like an a f c west thing going here, all right. You know, you're six and five. We're five and six. Shit could be a lot different here in a couple weeks. <laughs> so, all right. No college games for us to pick this week. The local local boys aren't playing. They're done. Fucking see you next season. See you in your your shitty bowl game, which they'll both be playing. You know, no mistake, fan. I'm also a realist. So let's start off with. Thursday night Uh, we have uh, well a year ago this would have been a great game this week it's a battle of five and six teams it's the Redskins heading to the Jerry Dome playing the Cowboys yuck flip a coin I mean, well, actually, quite honestly, uh, give me the skins. I mean, uh, the Redskins against the pass this year actually are pretty good, and that's all Dallas really has. And, yeah, you got Josh Norman going against Des Bryant.
3: Give me the Redskins.
0: Yep, same here, Redskins.
3: Yeah, I have no idea why it took you so long to pick it. No Zeke Elliott? Give me the Skins. Even though the first time they met the Skins, they dominated the hell out of them. Oh, they had Zeke.
1: All right. Sunday, one o'clock. The Vikings at the Falcons. Falcons are at home. Uh... You know what? Give me the Falcons I think Matt Ryan is a better quarterback Than Case Keenum
0: uh, Well I, I mean I'm glad Julio Jones Finally realized They were playing football In 2017 And actually played like Julio Jones
1: oh, that, mo- that motherfucker Dude I played against him in a PPR league He put up 51 points Against me
0: well, he finally did something to earn the auto picks first uh, 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 first pick. That's all I can. That's all I got to say. But you know, too little, too late. Um, but I'm not. I'm not buying the Falcons off of one game, and the Vikings. They know there's blood in the water, and I, I just I don't think they're going to fucking give up chokehold on the division. I think they're going to fight, going down swinging. So give me the Vikings.
3: Case Keenum. Purple Rain. Give me the fucking Vikings.
1: Damn. Out on the island on this pick. Come on, dirty birds. Don't fucking let me down. All right. Uh, New England at Buffalo. Uh, I-, I was thinking some shit to say about Buffalo, but give me the pass.
3: Pats. Well what you can say about Buffalo is benching Tyrod Taylor didn't work. <laughs> I don't care who you bench this week. That it's,
2: seemed like that
1: that was a dick measuring contest with somebody. That seemed well, like someone was late for a meeting or Tyrod Taylor talked about his mama or something. Like that's 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 how that came off to me.
0: Well, I mean, according to certain sources it was all about race so
3: that's all I heard about that whole week the black guy got benched for the white guy
1: yeah even though the black guy's been starting the entire season the last two seasons alright but anyway uh, oh gross this week's shit show the 49ers heading to Soldier Field playing the Bears uh you know what? Gimme give gimme give Garoppolo. Why not? I'll take the fucking 49ers.
0: I'm gonna take the Bears just because they're at home.
3: I'm gonna take Jimmy because he was behind the goat and I ain't picking the toilet bowl.
1: Alright. Tampa Bay. Heading to Lambeau to take on. Green Bay Packers. Packers at five and six. Tampa Bay at four and seven. Do we is Crab Lake's playing? Do we know? Or is he still injured?
0: I believe he's playing. No, Fitzpatrick played last, last week. Uh hold on. Uh, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. on, on. Piece of shit load. Uh, It's reported that... Return to the field is coming presumably soon, but it's unclear exactly when. So, thank you for that non-answer. He's expected to resume throwing tomorrow. Tomorrow being Wednesday for... So, the day I, day before this airs.
1: Unseen, but still in <clears throat> Patrick versus Hundley.
0: Eh, give me the bucks. Eh, uh, uh, I. No faith. Give me the pack.
3: Yep. I'm going with Rich.
1: I. Houston, heading to Tennessee. Oh, it's the it's the old Houston versus new Houston. How the fuck is Tennessee seven and four? By the way, I don't know. I guess my, miracle Mariota. And give me the Titans. They're at home, and yeah, ever since it it hasn't been good since uh, Watson went down.
3: Uh, yeah, give me the Titans. Yeah, they couldn't even beat the Ravens. Give me the Titans.
1: All right, next up Denver at Miami. Yuck. This is a shit show.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, mm, uh <laughs> Miami? Sure. <laughs> Why not?
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'll, I'll go the fence.
3: Uh, we'll all either win or lose together. Give me them.
1: Alright, next up, the Chiefs heading to MetLife, taking on (coughs) J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We're going to L-O-S-E, lose, lose, lose. Give me the Chiefs.
2: Yeah, I think
0: think Chiefs right to ship this week, Chiefs.
3: Yeah, Andy Reid's going to figure something out. I don't know what he has to figure out, but he's going to figure something out.
1: Alright. The Colts at the Jaguars. Last year, this would be a shit show. This year, not so much. Jaguars taking a bad beat last week. Give me the Colts. Or wait, give me the Jags.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute, what? (laughs) 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 Yeah, same here. Give me the Jaguar.
3: Jaguars.
0: Yeah, is it is it how douchebags pronounce it?
3: Yes, over field. enunciate. Yeah, is this the butt of the week? Mm. I mean, it has it has potential, but I'm gonna get the give me the Jags. Yeah.
1: Um, maybe. This is maybe. There's a couple other candidates. All right. Uh, next up, Detroit heading to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Well, oh, using my yeah, Give me the Ravens. They're an above 500 team.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it. Does it really come to this? We're sitting here going, oh, boy. uh, Lions or Ravens? No, come on now. Ravens. Give me the Lions.
1: 14-2. All right. uh, The Browns heading to take on the surging Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Will Boltman be at this game? Probably. It's a home game. Uh, Give me the Chargers.
3: Chargers. Chargers.
1: Uh, All right. The Giants heading to Oakland. This may be the buttfuck of the week. Because you're going to have... Not Eli Manning starting for the Giants who already suck. Oakland's at home. Oakland now is actually... Oakland may actually as a shot at winning their division this year. Give me Oakland.
0: Yeah. Uh, and all this fucking rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic for the Giants, that's ultimately all they're doing. So give me Oakland.
3: Yeah, one thing we didn't talk about is the, the fist fighting between Crabtree and everybody else in the league. But, uh, yeah, Crabtree suspended for two games. So, Carr's going to have to make Cooper work. <laughs> Cooper Even without... Cooper, a game. Some, there's something.
0: Is, is anyone gonna... shocked, though, that Equip to Believe is in the middle of this bullshit no. again?
3: No, because he keeps ripping off the chain off of fucking Crabtree. So it's well, the second time he did it. Yeah,
0: there's that, but I mean, there's also the fact that, dude, homeboy, what, shot his brother-in-law at a picnic? I mean, <laughs> like, dude, seriously, you're going to pick a fight with the one dude on the field who might possibly have a few bodies on his jacket? Come on, dude.
3: <laughs> don't don't catch him outside the parking lot. <laughs>
0: that's what I'm saying. That motherfucker be like, oh, we can bang out in the parking lot, too. Ain't no problem.
3: No, no, that's quite Okay. <laughs> I'm Raiders, by the way.
1: Alright. Carolina and New Orleans. Winner of this game comes out first in the NFC South. Gimme New Orleans. I'm not buying Carolina. I'm just not. Plus two and now Funches is banged up. I mean they They have to be winning purely based on Cam Newton. He's like he's he's the star of their offense right now, isn't he? Give me the
3: fucking Saints
0: Yeah, same here Saints
3: Panthers Island all by myself
1: They're like Revis Island like he's gonna I'll do, do anything he's done All right, uh the Rams at the Cardinals Give me the Rams. Don't care if Arizona's at home. Drew Stanton is starting. That's all I have to say. What? <laughs> I thought I said give me the Rams. Was that not clear?
0: Oh, but yeah. my bad. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, Rams. Ha! <laughs> I didn't hear, I I, I didn't, like, you cut out, and I was like, did he finish? (laughs) That's what she said. Uh, I don't know. When I finish, she knows. uh She knows. Uh
3: Uh, I don't know. Chris, are you saying that the Rams are better than the Panthers?
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, give me the Rams, then.
1: All right. Sunday night. Philly at Seattle Mm -hmm.
3: Battle of the Birds
1: Yeah Unfortunately Seattle's a banged up bird Cam Chancellor Has to Sounds like he has to choose Between playing football And existing So He's probably done Uh Yeah Sherman's out
3: Earl Thomas is hurt
1: Yeah Exactly Legion Uh, of Boom
3: Right there Gone (laughs) I mean,
1: Seattle still, I mean, they're still, they're seven and four. They're doing the damn thing. Uh, but uh, dude, at this point, Philly is just rolling, rolling. Zach Ertz, rolling. Carson Wentz, rolling. Fucking Ajay has just made them stronger. Give me the Eagles.
3: Eagles. He said with pride. Because <laughs> he did call it. I ain't going to lie about it. Yeah, give me the Eagles.
1: Monday night. Last year, this is a good game. This year, eh. Pittsburgh heading to Cincinnati. Playing the Bengals. Give me Pittsburgh.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He missed the, the, the Steelers. Yep. The curtain.
1: Yeah, remember? Ben Roethlisberger is. What did he say? He did not have it anymore? That's what he said. Yeah, that's a month and a half ago. They're not into.
0: <laughs> Makes me wonder. I think he was. Uh, I think he said that kind of like as a lay back in the buckwheat, okey doke type thing. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Go run and tell people that, yeah, that I said this. Mm hmm. Get their guard down a little bit. Well,
1: what was that catch Antonio Brown had last week, dude? That was sick. That's what he, he caught does, man. So flawless. That is what he does, <laughs> dude. He's the guy. I'm telling you, they have arguably the best receiver and running back in the game on that team. I'm telling you, anyways.
3: Well, they have best couple of receivers. So uh, yeah. Juju uh, Smith-Schuster. <laughs>
1: I'm talking about in the game. GG Smith-Huster is not, like, one of the best in the game. I'm talking about... What about
3: what about Bryant?
1: Martavis Ber- 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 Bryant? No. Not in the game. Get the fuck out of here. In the game? No. I'm talking about in the game. Okay. No way. You're saying second best in the game? There's plenty of guys I can say that are better than Martavis Bryant. Yep. Brandon Cooks. Jordy Nelson. Maybe not this year. I'm talking overall, career-wise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? He's had what? Martius Bryant has had one good game this year, and it was last week. I'm talking about, like, in the game. Like like I said, Pittsburgh's got an
3: embarrassing embarrassment of riches. You just, like, arguing with me, don't you? Even when I agree with you, you argue with me. <laughs> you weren't agreeing with me. I Wait, said okay, dude. I was like, okay.
1: Sure, alright. <laughs> We're going to pretend I don't know what, sarca- what sarcasm is and move on to close the show. So, hey, you made it. It's another almost four-hour one. But hey, you know, we ran short last week, so we gave you a little more this week. Thanks for following us on Twitter. at Borgia Podcast. Emailing the show is Borgia at ChristopherMedia.net. Yeah, um, enjoy your, it, what is it, it's, it's it's division weekend in college football,
0: so enjoy that, and we'll catch you next week. All right, later, guys. Peace out, y'all. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter, and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net and thank you for listening.
2: Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.